You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. Yo, yo, what up, what up, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, what that sound like, mic check, that sounds amazing. What's up, this is Josh Adams Podcast, it's July the 31st, the last uh, day in July, we almost out this year, we just keeping it cool, you know what I'm saying, we trying to make it out this bitch alive. Um, we, I'm in studio right now, uh, my, my co-host in the building, what's up, Bree? Hey, how's it going? Man, shit is good and your mic is loud, in the bitch. That's on you. <laughs> but it's good though, because then the people can hear what you got to say, because Bree got shit to say. I do. What you been up to all day? What's been going on? I just been cleaning and went and got my nails done. I hate them, but it's why you okay. hate your nails? You know what I'm saying? It's a girl thing. Like I went to the lady and I told her like, "Yo, it's my birthday weekend, so I want birthday nails." Right. And she put flowers on my shit. Like I'm really confused. I don't know. Like, did she think I was going to a kids party? Did she feel like like I don't understand? But I mean, Asian in the Asian culture, when you say party, they might think floral patterns. And, and that's what I thought. I was like, well, maybe it's a cultural thing. So I, I told I'm myself, get your nail together. Right. And that's what she did. And they look really stupid. Look. I mean, why you do yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, like you. And tell... then she put it on that finger, so I felt she was trying to. <laughs> you know yeah. She was saying? like, oh, you gonna be popping that finger all yeah. weekend? <laughs> like I just, I don't like them. Going to your quinceanera. Ain't that what they do? Ain't that what the Mexican girls, what's that called? The quinceanera? Quinceanera. You're right. Shout out to the gang. And then, um, man, I had, I had company and forgot to tell the dude that I got panic anxiety syndrome. Damn, Bree, you got to tell niggas you got some shit going on I with know. before they pull up. The nigga woke up in the middle of the night panicking because I was panicking and left. Like, man, my life is ridiculous. So, so now you done gave him your shit. <laughs> you nigga no. came through and you done, you done gave him a mental disorder and Man. I told that nigga it was contagious. And I felt so bad after the fact. So naturally I told him I won't talk to him no more. Well, you can't we talked about that shit. Like if a nigga come over your crib and he sum up with him, you ain't gonna be like, you can stay, nigga. He over there on some tripped out shit. All right, look, we're gonna get into that deeper there. We got another guest in-house, in-studio guest, friend of the podcast, also a Leo. Birthday was today or was it yesterday? yesterday. Hey, Leo. Hey. My little sis. Nisha, what's up? What's up? What's good? What's good? None. What you do for your birthday? Tell us something. You just turned Man, what? 12? Twi- what? 22. She young. Nigga, get it together. She 22. Look at 22, that. but act like I'm 32. But. And that's what's up. Aww. Okay. Oh, ain't no difference between 32-year-olds and 22-year-olds. That's right. the funny part. Man, Nowadays. Right. They all the same out here in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Josh, how old are you going to be? Who, me? 36? Yeah, nigga, grown out here. Uh, I mean, hey. kind of. It depends on who you talk to. I mean, to. I still got a Rick and Morty t-shirt on. So That's I what I'm about to say. Like, you got a Rick and Morty shirt and on. And you're still younger than me, so. I mean, I'm younger than I'm, I'm younger than a lot of people, but I'm older than a lot of motherfuckers, too. Uh, Clearly. Shout out to Ken Brass. <laughs> What's up, Ash? RSL. Badone.com. I mean, it's Leo season. It's going down. Leo I'm still season. trying to figure out what my birthday finna be like. I don't know, because my Make birthday Friday. Make that bitch Friday. a movie. I'm Make thinking that. about it, Nisha. I'm thinking about getting to Airbnb and just doing a podcast live from there and getting drunk and shit. And, uh... I don't know. And then I might do a show. Like, uh, uh, we supposed to have a guest come through. So if he come through, he got a he got a venue. I know I heard me. Where's that at? Hey, Toriano. Is he Welcome. watching it? Hey, yes. Mark. Hey, dog. My nigga, mine here, mine. Don't watch the podcast and you hear at the podcast, nigga. <laughs> that shit, I'm hearing me talk. Like, nigga, who? I'm hearing niggas talking. We right. in Detroit. I want to make sure niggas ain't broke in this bitch. I'm like, <laughs> who outside? 
Yeah, but you watching it live. Like, you be at a Beyonce concert and watch it on your phone if they was live streaming it, cuz? The fuck? Nah. My mom want to get his money's worth. Like, I'm watching it twice. <laughs> Nish, what did you do for your birthday? What did I do? Yesterday, I went to Bella Isle, chilled outside with the friends and family, mm-hmm. smoked good, all that. Got a bottle. Part two tomorrow. Damn, part two tomorrow? No, we on part three, actually. Part three, where that's going to be at? Part three is going to be downtown. It's going to be downtown. I ain't, I ain't dropped the location because of COVID, but... What day is my... You, that's how I'm on. Like, if I do something... My birthday uh is on the 7th, so it's Friday. Uh, somebody told me to look up my moon sign because maybe I ain't. Fuck, yeah, maybe you I need to get the app. You maybe, need to get the uh, co-star app. Send it to me because my life ain't shit. And maybe because I'm only getting half the information I need. Like because I'm only out here like, oh my sun sign. They like, nigga, you need to know what the moon say about you. <laughs> no, you need to know everything. You need to know why it's a full moon and what that do to your sign. I need to know what these. Hu- anyway, you know, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. But uh, so hey, your David, your no. birthday is going down, and you say you doing what downtown? Downtown got a little space. Okay. Bring your own bottle, bring your own weed, COVID free. Bring Damn. a mask if you feel like it. I Hand sanitizer every- will be at the door. I hope Stand everywhere. Is, like I hope it. everywhere is COVID free. Yeah, like, we throwing, COVID free over here. a party like nigga? It's gonna be some COVID there. <laughs> so just be careful. <laughs> everywhere I go, better be COVID free. That shouldn't even be a selling point. Like, hey, hey look, you gotta put that on the uh, advertisement and on how the flyers. Can you now. guarantee that mask required. I don't know. I just, Are I, you just like, I just, I just, everybody, people at the door. Nah, check their everybody I know is already got tested for COVID. All negative. Like within the past like two weeks. Well, but I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say everybody that I know, but I mean everybody I know been quarantining who I invited to my party. They've been But that's the thing, like the just cause somebody got tested two weeks ago don't mean that they ain't ran across another nigga that got it. Hey, look. But we all hoping for the best. I'm living life at this point. You got to, you twenty two. I'm not letting a disease stop me. Not me either. But I'm gonna wear my mask. Gonorrhea, COVID or nothing. You keep it pushing. <laughs> you don't let no diseases stop you, Armand. Yeah. So what? You get something. Keep it moving. Go get that Get that shot. Clean your dick up. Herpes is only temporary. Yeah. No, it ain't. Herpes is around. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. Herpes. Did he say it was temporary? Jim Tron. Yeah. No, like, no. It is for a while, but then it come back. So it temporarily be there, and then it temporarily be gone. So you- Imagine getting fucking that shit come right back up. What, herpes? Yeah. What? Ah, we talking some heavy shit on here, dog. We on this, herpes. This RSL, man. my bad. We usually don't pop off this early with the STD <laughs> we shit. Don't. But we you starting later. We starting later, too, we- though. Let me just throw the disclaimer out there. This oh, week's topics have adult content and language and may be uncomfortable for some <laughs> listeners and viewers, but the conversations do need to be addressed. So we appreciate your continued support and involvement during our discussion. So let's get to it. That's what it is. So I'm going to lose it for my birthday. I am going to celebrate my birthday from this point on because life is short and you should celebrate all your wins. So if you see another year, no matter how your pockets is and what's going on in your life, nigga, go enjoy yourself. That's what I'm talking about. So you're going to do the Airbnb? You see what it is? I mean, and my money ain't right now. I'm going to be at the crib B&B. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. Like, if, uh, shout out to Clayton Thomas in the building. Hey, like, CT. Like, if shit popping for real, like, my money ain't what I, what I want it to be for my birthday, bro. It's like, all right, then I'm going to have some people come to the crib. I would like to have an Airbnb to tear other people's shit up as opposed to them coming to mine. And tearing your shit up. Yeah, but, you know, fuck it. If it ain't going, I'm going to do something for my birthday, flat out. Like, well, we turning up. Just know I'll be there. Well, then we in the building then. Nisa, she going to be there. I don't care where it's at. And you know what the business is. You know what I'm saying? So, Are you, are you coming to um to my lunch? Oh, tomorrow? 
I mean, who asked you live? Like, you know what I'm saying? Put you I on know, the floor. I know. That's how I do it. Back. That's how I do it. So I can know for sure. For I sure. mean, I still, got a, I still got a kid. I got to make sure she's straight. I don't want to just leave my baby at the crib. Like, look, she'll be all right by herself. No, I'm just saying. Because he was like, oh, I'm going to let you know today. But I ain't I get mean, to, it's almost midnight. So I, I just wanted to cash in I get the full convo. You know what I'm saying? The confirmation come through. I'm in that thing. But you know what I'm saying? If if it ain't possible, Bri, I had to rain check that baby. I understand. If y'all out there and y'all want to celebrate your birthday with me, let me know that being. Uh, you better say that. You know Trav on here. It's he love your ass. I don't know who Trav is. But he know who you is, and that's some stalkery Well, Trav, I'm going to see the point Monday if you want. That nigga going to be right there behind you on the demon drop. <laughs> he going to be right there with that drop? mask on. Like, what's up? Know. You said meet me at Cedar Point. I don't even know who he is. I can't tell you what he look like. Never, he be like, I met you. I saw you off Instagram. You that one girl. Right. Like, they know everything. <laughs> like, you with the braids. Hey, Paige. Hey, Shannon. That's hey, Doug. That's the weird Mark? shit where a nigga be Welcome like, damn, bro, you was looking good at Cedar Point. You be like, what, nigga? Hey. The fuck? How you know? Now, this the scary shit. He be like, you smell so good at Cedar Point. <laughs> like, that nigga was that close where he could smell you? Be like, what was I wearing? Hey, yo, shout out to Push 185. That nigga said hello. That was hello. a real, that was a real greeting. Right. That nigga said, what up? He said, hello. I'm so glad to have you. Um, yeah, so that's what's up. Birthdays is popping. I just came. Um, we starting late because I just came from a show. I legitimately just came from a show out in Ferndale. So we had to start a little late. And um, I made them put me up early because they wanted me to close out, but it was like they wasn't paying. So it was like, mm-hmm. just put me up. I got something to do. Like it was for they was doing, they doing, they raising money for other people. So at the end of the day, it's love. Mm-hmm. But it was like, uh, you know, I'm going to show love or whatever. And uh, I went, did the thing, and then I got here as fast as I could because my power steering going out. So, you know, it took me a little minute to turn. So we here, though. We in the building. What up, DM, uh, DME? My dog. What's up, man? Comedian uh, Aaron, Aaron Wine, comedian Ian Winans is in the building. Kevin from Hunters. What's up, big Kev? Welcome. Damn, you remember Kev who used to bartend at Hunter Supper Club? Bree, you don't remember Hunter Supper Club? I do remember Hunter separate. But do you remember the bartender? No, I don't because I don't drink, so I wouldn't remember a bartender. But if it was a nigga tending bars there, he would sell other things than alcohol. But Bree don't remember you because she fake. But that's what? all good, man. It's her birthday. <laughs> do you know how long ago we went to Hunter's? Yeah, I remember that. But he probably don't remember me either. He most definitely wouldn't remember you, Bree. But hey, you remember me. Shout out to you, bro. He on my live. He followed me. My bad. So anyway, let's get into uh, social media says, man. What's going on in social media? Uh, before we hop into that, can I uh, give one quick shout out to something I saw on social media? What you see on social media? So on social media today, I saw this really cool thing, and it is called Luxury Strike. It is the world's first mobile bowling. Are they black yeah. home? And it's black, black home. home, baby. Hey, so I saw it and I was like, oh my god, that's really cool. And there's like a little video, and it shows like the promotion for it, and it's a it's like a trailer, and. It's like they drive to you, of course, because it's mobile. And then when you no, them niggas door, bring a whole bowling alley to your crib. It's not a trailer. <laughs> it's only it's only two lanes. They can't park. It's that only two in the lanes, and it has like a seating area in it, and the little flat screens on the outside, so people outside can see you bowling. Like it looked really, really cool. That's and awesome. when I realized that it was here in Michigan, I was like, oh, that's that's really fucking awesome, especially for things that are going on now. So you don't have to feel like you have to be surrounded by tons of people. So if you guys want to book Luxury Strike, go ahead and give them a call at one 5411 If you want to check out the video that I saw there on Facebook and Instagram at the at sign Luxury Strike Bowling. So if you want to get your bowling on, this is for drug dealers only. Because obviously... <laughs> Bringing a bowling alley to your crib is not some regular nigga shit. So, for you who can't afford it, just get you a bounce house. Like, don't be having no nigga. Like, if you want to get indicted, get you a bowling alley brought to your crib. What? The police is going to be like, 
Yep, that's where the coke at. We just gonna wait for them to have fun and bowling because everybody's going to jail. But no, I'm just talking shit. I always talk shit doing this. Hey, support them. They black owned. Like she said, they bring bowling to the house. They do that. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to bowl and if you want to press a young lady and you got the cheese, nigga, bring a bowling alley to your crib. Like, I would think that was amazing. If a dude was like, yo, come chill. I'm gonna have this bowling alley pull up. Like, I would go. I wouldn't even tell you. I would just be like, hey, man, come to the crib. You chilling. And we just sitting there and they already put all, you wanna go bowling? And she's like, what? And we go outside. You are fucking that woman at night. You are definitely yeah. getting some pussy guarantees. And that's about being romantic. And I, I'm a romantic nigga. And I didn't even know that. And until I just said that. So shout out to the drug dealers at the at the lucky... No, let me stop making everybody a drug dealer. Luxury. Shout out to the street pharmacists that have turned their money into, into a bowling alley. The first mobile bowling alley ever. That come to your crib. That is because they they bring video games to your house. They got like little yeah, trailers. A video game not game. them in particular, but I've seen people do that. Mm-hmm. This bowling alley thing is some new shit. Get on the way before everybody else is doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna bring a casino to your crib. That's what I'm gonna do. I don't think that would be that you can't do that? No. Why? Because gambling? Yeah. What if I get a gambling license? A mobile gambling license. They got mobile bars. You can you can get a, you can get a temporary drink license so I can pull up in front of your crib. Uh uh, slot machines, craps. So all you drug dealers party. out there, because Josh has a, a thing for the drug dealers spending their money frivolously, you, he going to have a, a casino, a mobile casino. Are you going to have like spades and, and like Spades and a game and, in a casino. Niggas can no, do that in their backyard. Like, no, I'm just saying, are you going to like incorporate some hood shit? No, why would I bring some hood shit to some niggas? Did these niggas just come through with, uh, did they pull a mobile uh, horseshoe uh, set up to your crib? <laughs> hey, some people might like it. You nah, never know. I'm going to keep it all the way casino, even though they don't open them up at 15% capacity. So basically roulette. Roulette. 21. No slots? Yeah, slot machines. Slot? Put a couple slot machines in there and then, uh, like you say, craps, uh, the uh, yeah, the roulette wheel, whatever they do in there, that's freaky. Y'all can come through, and I'm gonna do that at uh the Josh Josh Adams. Uh, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna call that thing yet, but it's gonna be the casino, and MGM gonna be mad because I'm gonna make all that bread. So absolutely, as we proceed though, to give you know, that's the kind of uh boat needs to impress an African queen with romance. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, like African niggas, who that no. is? Right. That's my dog DMT. He, I met an African this week, but I told him we ain't gonna work out because he was too young. He was too young. Was yeah, too young he asked young? me out on a date because he saw my profile because mm-hmm. I updated my profile, y'all. So I updated my profile to say like that I do like bowling and I do like like uh, laser tag. I love laser tag. Okay. For some reason, I think I'm a sniper. And he was like, "Oh, well, there's this. Uh, it's like a high impact laser tag thing, but they use um, paintball guns, but it's still laser tag." Okay. He was like, "I would like to take you." I was like, "Oh, I would like to go." Okay. You know, even though he was 25, so we can go. And then when he called to like confirm the day and time. I'm like, okay, well, that'll work. And he was like, yeah, but you know, there's this one small problem. I don't drive. <laughs> Why he don't drive? Hold on. He doesn't drive because he had a... Um, DUI? Yeah. Okay. He had a DUI, so he no longer drives. And he was like, you know, would that be a problem when you come get me? And normally on a good day, I wouldn't mind going to get a guy on the date. Okay. Because I've picked up so many. Nothing wrong with that. What's up, Jay on my grind? But I just couldn't get with it this time. This time I just was like, you know what? I would appreciate it if a man would ask me out on a date and actually be able to take me on a date. Hold on, Brie. Wait a minute. What do I got to do him being young that that nigga got a DUI and he couldn't drive? Oh, no, because I know niggas who in their 30s and 40s who still can't drive. So what did that have to do with him being too young? He wasn't too young. It bothered me. Because in that moment, I saw him as a kid. Because then when I asked him, like, who he lived with, like, oh, I live with my parents, like, he had the kid vibe. And it just, oh, this ain't going to work. And I told him, I was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm not going to. Somebody said, but Rash here. This is my thing, Bree. 
You make yo, hey, bro, you your shit too hard. Like that's why you ain't met a nigga for real. Cause first he was like, he asked you, he said something about bowling, then he asked you to go bowling. Then he was like, but I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you. Laser. He, he was like, laser or whatever. And he was like, I ain't, I can't drive because my situation ain't the best. And now you just like, uh, some shit you gotta roll with. But as a woman, when you are so used to rolling with shit. You right. get tired at some point. You like I've done this a million times. Like I'm tired. Of I taking want something care different. Like, that's yeah. love. Want, but that's where you I find love at million and one. But well, you got to start. The first, this is the first day, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he first dates her everything. And I just and normally on a good day I would have picked the nigga up because that's what I pick up. But that's niggas. on you. But this time I just was like, you know what? I don't feel like it. No. You your blessing. Up. I could have. I could have, but I I'll take that one because. Hopefully, God will send somebody with a car who can no, drive without a DUI. Nope, God, okay. if you're listening, God, don't send shit. <laughs> what? Because Damn. Brie, because no, nah, I'm tired of Brie, man. Like, the more and more Brie do this podcast, the more that I'll be like, Brie, you really not different. Like, what? Brie, 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 whole, Brie, whole thing is like, I'm the different I one. Am. And I thought she was until I hear, like, I'm just tired of picking niggas. I'm like, that nigga wasn't a nigga you had to pick up every day. He's a, why do he have to suffer for the, the, the sins of the last nigga? He, like, I'm an African nigga. Excuse my friend. Skull was like, I'm African. I live with my people. I'm a little messed up right now, which can be understandable because of the COVID. Hey, I drink a lot because I like alcohol. Can you scoop me up? I'll pay for everything. Drop me off. When I get back right, we straight. I ain't driving. It's not that I ain't driving because I can't afford no car and I ain't no good. I ain't driving because, hey, I like liquor a little too much and driving. But, hey, bro. That doesn't sound like a red flag. But So he asked you on the date. Yes. I feel like since he asked... He should have came. He should have figured out some the, his transportation to get there. What? He got it too. He got it too. Y'all missing y'all kings, bro. That's what? all it is. <laughs> nah, I feel like what's the point of asking I mean, somebody out on a date? Hey, on, you want to go on a date with me? Sure. Uh, yeah. Where but, you want to go? And can you take me? Like I'm, what? <laughs> like. Where but that show you how bad in? he wanted to kick it with me to go, to go out, to. but you need me to bring you and take like, you on. It's, it's just that's just too much. Well, y'all gonna be single for a while. That's okay. Josh, did, we went to a thing, but you had a car. What you talking even about? Even though I drove. What you talking but about? That wasn't a date, so that don't count. What are you, are you talking about when we went to that play? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but you screwed me up because I was a nigga with, you wanted to go to a play and I got tickets to the play because a comedian was in there. I was like, yeah, bet. And, and we went and it was like, all right, bet. Can you drive? And he was like, yeah. So yeah, but that's you what had a car that was different. But the point is, he could have a car, but he just can't drive because he got into some shit. I'm just saying, where is the compassion at? I ain't finna go back and forth with y'all about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Taxi still exists. My man said, "Hold on, DMT? my sister said absolutely not. Nope, nope, no. Nope. Right, Uber. Lyft, How long your Roger? sister been married? Huh? Yeah. All right. Next. Uh, <laughs> don't come for my sister, though. <laughs> don't chime don't in if that real shit ain't in you. But this is what I'm saying. Uh, my nigga D. Uh, my nigga DM said. D. Matt just said a real African will find a way to pick the woman up. See? Well, maybe the nigga he ain't 100% Uber, African. He could take an Uber and Uber to your place and pick you up in the Uber and that way he ain't got to worry about drink, drinking and driving. He like there were drinks. ways around it. Yeah, he could have figured out a way. And he I definitely could have. Like at Taxis some point you have to be tired of going to pick up these dudes for these dates. If you ask me out on a date, at least be able to get to the date yourself. Even if we just meet there. I'm okay meeting you there. Hey, bro, if you out there listening, do but your do goddamn thing. do you think it's okay? Like, is that... Guys, tell me. Is it okay? How... Hey, you want to go on a date? Can you come get me so I can take you on a date? And by the way, where you want to go? 
What if what if what if it's this? What if it's this though? What if dog playing this role? What if what if what if scope playing this role? What if he like, hey, I really want to take this person out, but I don't want to let the thing get in the way of me not having no transportation be the reason that me and this woman don't connect on the level we need to connect on. What about that? Do we ever entertain that idea? Dude. Maybe he like, uh, all right, I mean, listen, you know how embarrassing that might have been for that nigga to do that and even be like, I want to take this woman out and now I gotta. Maybe he thought of all the options that he had and he couldn't do it. Somebody say, I always drive the first date. And that's because women don't want to be raped because niggas are weird. Right. So you want me to come and get you, take you to the venue. Yeah. Spend time. Like, what if we don't like each other? Like, nah, this then is Then take me home. But I'm still paying for everything. I'm assuming he he wasn't going to get in the car and be like, well, I ain't got no money either. You mind taking care of all of it? Right. <laughs> I'd be See, like, but I've out. had that. I've had dudes stop at the register and look at me like, dog. One wow. dude went straight to the bathroom when it was time to pay for the meal. Well, maybe he's got a weak bladder. He can't help when that shit kick in. Dude, no. Let me stop making excuses. There are a lot of niggas. This is what I'm saying, and then we can move on. Okay. I'm going to say this. It's, it's definitely a lot of niggas out here that ain't shit, and I will say that, and you might have ran into a lot of them and, 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 and are exhausted by the, the thought of that. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, you just might miss out on a good guy just because of the sins of a bunch of other dudes. That's the only point I'm making. So you think I should have took him? I think that if you would have, I ain't saying he could have been the one, but I'm just saying like, hey, you just said it was a bad day. You know what I'm saying? So had it been a good day, y'all went out. So, hey, it's a, it, was, it was a flip of the coin. You made your decision. I ain't saying you missed your Prince Charming, but... That's exactly what you said. It could be. It could be. Or you could have just ran into another nigga to add to the story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... I'm going to leave it at that. I'm always going to play devil's advocate. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? I know I wouldn't want to... I could never fix my mouth to be like, hey, can you come pick me up? Because in reality, I just wouldn't go on a date if I can't take you out. See? And I can respect that. But right. my confidence ain't shit. I'm insecure. This nigga has a <laughs> lot of confidence. Okay. You're right. Wait a minute. Well, he Rhonda says that um, right. we're hilarious. Thanks, Rhonda. And she says, yes, generally 25 is just coming out of childhood for a guy. And then my sister said, don't fall for it. And then uh, Rosemary said, facts. And it was something else. Um, you are not a babysitter or build a man. That is not okay. Who um, said that? You know who said it. No, who, who said it? <laughs> my sister. She said, you're not a she, babysitter. Yes, don't build a man. Hey. My, and she said, she's never had a guy call and ask her to pick him up for the date. Period. Hey, man, sometimes... See, but you know what? She lives in L.A., and they do things differently. Yeah. Like, right. their dating pool is better. <laughs> my sister was going to the movies. Hold on. Uh, as Denise said, my sister was going to the movies, and he picked her up. She comes back 20 minutes later. Like, food told me I had to buy my own snacks. Girl, you better buy them bitches at the gas station and put them in your purse. The like food? a normal person. I don't buy right. regular snacks. I ain't buying I you no snacks at the snacks. movies. I'm not buying me snacks Ain't nobody about movies. to play $12 dollars Twizzlers? No damn Are you skills. crazy? No. But I get what you're saying. I mean, but women—that's the thing, man. Y'all have a y'all have a y'all have a airtight request or or preferences, and it's like, oh no, that nigga had me buy my own snacks. It's like, what if that nigga was? I would have bought the snacks. What if this though? And I'm gonna put this in there out there. What if my what if you going out with somebody? He you going out? He driving all that? He like, look, this is all the money I have to spend. We have to stay within this budget. Is that a problem for y'all? No, no. If you go out, he y'all out. He like, look, you like, yeah, we can't really get all the stuff we want to get. Cause you know, I got to fire my budget kind of tight. So is that cool? First of all, ladies, is that is that the where pool? did we go? I don't know. Just somewhere, maybe the movies, maybe something to eat. Let's like, just say the movies. Let's say, let's do the movies. We go into the movies. He like, I'm gonna pick you up. We at the movies, and he like, look, I bought both of the tickets. He like, look, we can't really go crazy with the food, but you know what I'm saying. We gotta. I got a budget of 50 bucks. And I'm going to stop right there and like, be like, man, we can go to the gas station, get some snacks. 
And if we're already in the movie theater, I'll be like, well, you cover the tickets, I'll cover the snacks. It's right. that simple? Because, yeah. I mean, from what these Give women say. Yeah. Movie, I don't mind that. Said, you drove me here. Okay. You picked this date. You I even make sure. picked the movie and confirmed it with me. I'm okay with it. So what if this? Flip the scenario then, change the scenario. What if he like, you like, I want some snacks. He like, no. I'll buy my I own. I go, go, go right, get my own. He like, I don't want to buy you shit. He like, I got the money. Like, I just don't want to buy you no snacks because I don't. Mm-mm. I don't spend my money like that at these places. It's too expensive. Yeah, he I like, can see that. Right. And I would be like, that's like, no, fine. I just don't want to get and you I shit else. He like, we just here to come to watch the movies. I would buy it myself. I'd be like, okay, I I'm going like, to go no. buy my popcorn. He's like, no, you can't, you can't have the snacks either. And they can't control. Okay. <laughs> and he grab you by the neck. Like, why the fuck <laughs> is you in here doing so much? You so goddamn insubordinate. That's your problem now. Nah. <laughs> you snack eating motherfucker. <laughs> First date, that's how aggressive he get with you. <laughs> I'm on my way out. <laughs> and they grab you by I'm your motherfucking neck in I'm front of the boom and, and that nigga knock all the, the Sour Patch kids that be Dang. sitting on the oh, ground. Hell nah. Wait, I went on a date to a movie with a guy once and he did we disagreed about where to sit. I have a phobia. I need to sit in the center of the row in the center of the theater. And he wanted to sit on the end. Oh so my God. he sat on the end and I sat on the center. Hey dog, Brie come with too much, dog. Like the more I talk to her about this shit, it's like you gotta dang your shit down is what these requirements you got. Cause Brie, like, I can't sit in the center of the motherfucker. I want snacks. Nigga but better have a like car. The perfect spot. Yeah. Like oh, no, right I do in that. the middle. Yeah. See? Like, the if you had the option to if it was an empty theater, like why the fuck would you not sit in the middle? I would sit in the middle. I sit in the middle kind of at the top. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, just how I'm right? We can reserve right seats. in the center out. So yeah. when you go, you pick these two. Like, why would you pick the end? Like, like, why would you want to sit center. on the aisle? But maybe he got a... I mean, unless you got a weak ba- bladder or something. Yeah. You know, a couple a cigarette breaks. He, he don't give a fuck about your social anxiety. Well, you better fucking scoot the fuck over there <laughs> from the middle Dude. and take your ass to the bathroom. Like, it's horrible. Shit, you... Rhonda says, Josh, you what? done done ran out now. And then... What? Oh, what you talking about? I don't, I don't know. Rhonda, because it, ca- it just came out. Oh, she might have been talking about delay. when the nigga was spazzing. Yeah. Nigga was spazzing. Well, hey. But yeah. She I don't is think doing that's too, asking too much. She is doing it right. My nigga, hey. my nigga D Mess said you're doing it right. Yay. Maybe I'm real. Maybe I'm fucked people. up. I'm kind, I'm starting to learn that maybe I'm the weirdo <laughs> in the world and everybody else is kind of on point. And that's why I'm in the situations I'm in. I'm gonna fix that. So I'm fix it. We're gonna fix that thing, man. Shout out to Kid Clever in here poking in. Um what up, what up. so we moving on. Social um, media says, okay, so one of the things. See, it's crazy because we didn't even get to it because we went from the bowling alley straight into all of that. (laughs) All right. So I was on social media and I saw this um, article about a pregnant woman who was in her car eating ice cream. She's seven months pregnant. Somebody from the ice cream shop called the police and said that she fired a gun at someone. Wow. Pulled out a gun, fired a gun, something like that, shot at somebody. So she's literally sitting in the car, pregnant, eating ice cream. Because the place wouldn't allow you to eat inside due to COVID. Mm -hmm. The police pull up. I think it was four cars. Hopped out. Guns blazing. Made her get out. Guns blazing? They shot at her? No, like, not blazing. I often say that's what blazing is, I know. (laughs) You know what? Thanks, Josh. They didn't get shot at a seven months. So. (laughs) Seven months pregnant. They they pull her out the car, handcuff her, sit her down, and start questioning her. Like, hey, we got a call saying that a woman matching your description with your car number, your license plate. Shot a gun. She was like, "I don't even have a. I'm literally eating. I, why would I shoot a gun and stay here?" And she eat like, ice "My kid don't even right. have a father. Why do you think I, I? Why would I have a gun?" Why would you think the baby don't have a father? I just said that because it's got to be entertaining too. I don't or, believe that that baby has a father. He's gonna be an amazing man. Yeah. And I just thought, like, at what point 
do you not handcuff a pregnant woman? Like, Off top. That, that's just one of, first of all, that's one of the most, har- not harmless, but at the end of the day, that's just the first person I'm not going, that and an old lady is the first person I'm like, you know what, no matter what somebody said, I'm just, I'm going to wait before I handcuff this lady. Unless she's just the most dangerous ninja pregnant woman that I've ever come across, <laughs> I'm not going to handcuff her just yet until I know she got an AR-15 on her. Right. And then the police um, said, like one of the police said to the other police, like, I feel like this is some bullshit. Like, this is not what they called in to us. Like, but, he was what? like, we still got to check, but man, we're sorry. And they apologized to her, but she, of course she was still livid. Like, you handcuffed right. me. Duh. Why like, was why did it escalate that fast? It's like, all right, if she got a gun on her bed, pat her down, make sure she ain't strapped. Can you please sit down, pregnant lady? And then we'll find out what else is going on at this point. But to sit there and just straight up handcuff her, I think the police just kind of escalate shit too quick, in my opinion. But you know, I, I I'm not a police officer. I'm not out there in the field when it's going down. But I done had pregnant women run up on me before, and I was able to handle them without really fucking them up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right, uh, the next one here is. Steve Harvey says you should know within the first six months if you want to marry your mate. How true we think this is? Shout out to Tay Nasty, 313. Shout out Polly Brown, since I'm on and, and Olivia Ozell and Nina. Welcome, guys. Somebody, so and we're, within the first six months, do you know you supposed to, is this the person you want to marry? Come on, Nish, what you think? No. No? 22. You think it's six months? How long do you think it takes to know you want to marry somebody? First of all, go, 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 and then I'll make mine. More than six months. I... Say, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on how fast the relationship is going. Like, I feel like you don't really know a person until you, one, live with them and ex- all that. Like, that's another can, can yep. of worms, traveling with them. Like, exploring all those different things. Going to the movie, finding out where they want to sit at. Right. That shit is important. <laughs> Very important. I think if I had to say, you give three years. Three to five years, and that's when you know you, you want to marry somebody. Three to five Three years. To five years. Because you done been through it all. You done did it all. A whole yeah. a whole class done graduated high school. They were freshmen and now they seniors. I think five years is the best time because it's like, bet, that's half a decade. It's like by this time, you know what she into. You done, she, you done smelled her farts. You know what she is sexually. You done met everybody in her family. That's important for her to be around. You know how she handled money. Five years, that's not a lot of time. I think that's a perfect amount of time to know if I'm going to marry somebody. What you say, Bree? Bree only been in relationships for three days, but go. <laughs> Look, three days works for me. We are very happy in those three days, by the way. We who? You're not with none of them niggas. <laughs> we are for three days. Go ahead, though. I think, okay, so a friend of mine told me that the best time to learn somebody is within the first year because that you've experienced all the seasons. So I would do that two times around. So you got two years out of me. That's it. Two years? If you don't know in two years that you want to marry me, then we need to part ways. Because the first year, we're going to go through some shit. That second year, we damn near living together. You live, like, adults move kind of quick sometimes. So by year two, if we're not talking moving in together and marriage and, like, longevity, then go on about your bit. I'm too old. You're this not what about I to say. string me for five years. Because Bree just made a very good point. Three years is the perfect amount of time to know if you want to marry somebody. Because yeah. the first year, that first year is you got that honeymoon phase in there. And that can last from six months to a year, maybe even whatever, depending on how good her mouth is. Now, the thing that... We, <laughs> nigga, am I crazy? 
thing is, uh, Shay, welcome, Shay. My thing is this. I mean, no, that's a perfect amount of time because in that first year, which is just a throwaway, because in reality, it's like, oh, I love you and then you love me and I love everything you do. You're so funny. Da, 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 da. And then it's that point where it hit. And then, like you said, y'all may not be living together, but then y'all spending so much time together. She at your crib, you at her crib, you damn near living together. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, all right, you find out how she handled money. When she get on your nerves, how she how to, how how she act when y'all get into it, and then she want to dip off and take a break, and then you take a break, and then you get to fill all that out, and then by year three, it's like, all right, I know this person, if it's worth me being here. So I think around three years is about the perfect time amount of time for you to decide, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all already had raw sex from the jump if you living how you're supposed to off the bell. <laughs> okay, I got Rhonda. Rhonda says five years is an all. Uh, Autumn says at least one year you should know the person, but these clowns can't boss up. And then Shannon says you just know when you know. And welcome, Tay. What See, I feel like that you know when you know, like it could just be so wrong. It just be a feeling. I mean, I got married once and it was quick. Like we met, we date, we we dated for like maybe a year. We got married quickly. Mm-hmm. And then it was over. So right, but when we knew, we knew it was definitely right. like I don't regret marrying him. We have an amazing son. I just it wasn't he wasn't the one. One, yeah. And had we taken a little more time, but I was also young. Like in my adult life now, because now I'm about to be thirty nine on Monday. Hey. hey, so now dating, I would be like, okay. We're in a different space. I'm yeah. a different emotional person. I know how to communicate. Now, there are things that I had to grow into. Mm-hmm. So meeting a man now, by year two, we should be talking marriage or we done. Right. But back then at 21, I had way too much growing and learning and living and fucking to do. And so did he. Yeah. So we weren't ready together. Right. Yeah, and that now, makes sense. in my adult life, no. I wish a motherfucker would try and date me for five years. Are you crazy? Right. You exactly. high as hell. You smoke too much weed. Too much. I should start selling it to you. Uh, you boom. Don't. <laughs> Let me see. Is we jugging? Making sure I do what I need to do. All right. Just stepped in the building, man. Good friend of mine, man. Uh, entrepreneur, uh, musician, businessman, uh, damn near like uh, the glue in the entertainment business as far as like the Midwest was. He put a lot of comedians around the city on. He gave a, a lot of the newer comedians. We got our platform and became that nigga. Because of a, a a situation he created over at the TV lounge, he ruined uh my first relationship with that spot he had over there, <laughs> and several other niggas' relationships. But you know what I'm saying? They was around. That that uh, King Ray, what up, dog? What's happening? What's up, man? Brother. You good? Oh yeah, I'm good, man. I'm I'm happy to be here, man. I think you got a beautiful show, man. If King Ray say that, that means something, cause he he be he's into all types of p- different types of content, dog. So when he was like, "I'm trying to come do the podcast," I was like, "Oh, I gotta get yeah. Ray out here then." Yeah, this is dope, man. Man, no, 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 for sure, man. How life been treating? Oh, life's good, man. I can't complain at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot's good been going on, man. You I always got something popping. Yeah, on. like you had a liquor before it was cool to, for niggas to have liquor. Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> like Ray had a liquor. He was doing. Music and all that shit. And yeah. It was like had spots, and I was like, every time I look up, he had a studio like we in right now. He had a spot where you could do that, record music, throw a party, shoot, doing photography. I was like, man, he's getting all the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was thinking. Because when I see all that, I'd be like, damn, it's vagina behind all that. You know, uh... <laughs> I'm just being no, real. You know, that's the greatest. And, that's the great equalizer. Know, and and. <laughs> And back in the day, man, it, it was it was very rock star like. You know what I'm saying? We had a them uh, nights was crazy, bro. 
Yeah, we had a lot of girls and models around. TV uh, lines, bro. Like when I tell y'all, yeah. TV lines on Grand River, we used to be packed wall to wall. To where we had to put screens on the other side so that people could see the show over there. And it was like the hottest show in town for literally three yeah. years straight. And that show was on a Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday. Because I always confuse it because it, it had a bunch of shit going on there. But that Tuesday night was legendary. Like, I'm talking about models walking you to the stage. Niggas felt like we was them guys. And dog, yeah. it fucked my head up, bro. You know... It did, bro. It was too much for it me. It did. It did for a lot of a lot of comedians for sure. Yeah. Um, I had a similar situation with our music showcases before that, but uh, you know, we had almost sold that show to Viacom. Yeah, I remember that they they was putting the show together. The shop. Yeah, they um, they were shopping the show around. They was they uh, so we had like producers coming. We I had three meetings with Viacom in TV lounge. And uh, they end up stealing the show. Oh, they did? What? Yeah. Wow. What they did was they made a new show. It was based around uh, the concept, the, concept the colors, the reasons. And uh, they sold it to uh, Comedy Central because that's where I wanted to go. Oh, wow. wow. I wanted to go to Comedy Central because... We was free to be able to do what we wanted to do. Yeah, they don't care. Over yeah, you can get off on Comedy Central. Look at all the shows so, they had before. Um, I don't know if y'all remember, but was it? It was called Stand Up at the L Ray. Yeah, I remember that. If you look at, if you go back and look at it, the room's blue. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is like a Hollywood version of what we was doing. The producer of that show was one Russell, of those people that I was meeting with. Russell Simmons was on that, and JB Smooth yeah. was host. Yep. So yeah. what happened was, even when they when they were meeting me, they like, look, we gonna take the show, we gonna put somebody famous as the, the presenter. So you know they like, you know, it's gonna be Martin or Russell Simmons or something like that. You'll get your money, you'll get your development money, and uh, but you know, and you'll get to pick the host, you know. And so, like, even, like, First Amendment, like, First Amendment comedy, I don't know if you remember that on Stars, where it was, like, Martin Lawrence Doug Williams was hosting, yeah. Right. First Amendment was already a show. It was it was the host show. Yeah. But he wasn't famous enough or bankable enough is what they call it. So then they got Martin to be Martin's Presents and let him host, but it was his show. I never knew that. Yeah. Hmm. Never knew that. You know, that's how I work in TV. So, like, they'll have, like, a... It's a great. They be like, it's a great idea, but they always like, we don't believe that some grassroot people gonna get behind. Exactly. We have to attach somebody to it. Like, so hey, it's D. Ray Davis's presents, exactly. Or you know what I'm saying? Hey, Earthquake is doing this, that, and the third. They they too scared to be like, all right, let's just see if people want to see uh somebody something to come up. You know what yeah. I'm saying from the mud. And so yeah, that's what happened, man. So, but I was so green and like I was so happy. Because that wasn't even like my baby. It was just like, I just thought it was a dope idea. You know, most a lot of my friends are comedians, so yeah. it was just like, hey, man, let's put together on some a Quincy, show. On some Quincy Jones shit. Yeah. You're creative. You're like, all right, I do this, but hey, you know what? Let's yeah. try this. And it worked. And they just and it, and it really worked, too. Like it but was, the L-Ray didn't work, but your shit yeah. did. And, but, I, and I feel like... I feel like that didn't work because, because of how did. that shit And I say happened. our shit because we we repped that shit. Like, nigga, even when we wasn't performing, niggas yeah. would show up 
And bro, be there. Oh no, we gotta have a show where we bring everybody on that was at the TV lounge. We're yeah. gonna do that. I'm gonna get you on here. We're nah, gonna get I mean, Mike Leary, D Jones. We just gonna tell yeah. stories about that shit, bro. Man, hey, listen, man, that would be great, man. We're gonna do that. And I remember like, you know, CP was uh brand new. New. He went up on the early part. And, you know, it was like he went on the amateur part. Mm-hmm. And when I seen him cracking the jokes, I'm like, man, this dude's special, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everybody that was special to me, I always said was special, and I, I'm, I'm not uh, intimidated by great talent. So like, I don't have a problem. Even like Josh, you know, he'll tell you like, I'll be like Josh, man, you gonna, you special, man. Oh yeah, you gonna make yeah, it. Man. You know what I'm saying? Ray was the nigga. Ray would let you know. He was like nigga, and like when they did something, he was like, hey, Mike Leary, Josh, CP, yeah, D Jones. He was like, I fuck with y'all. Like, you know, the niggas knew who he rocked with. He showed everybody love, but the niggas that he was like, no, nah, the niggas that's going to be the ones. And he put us to the forefront. You can bust that open. And allowed us. We talking about the Hennessy privilege. That's what we do up here. And our mind don't mess around. He don't do that. I got, I got tequila. Oh, she got tequila. Bree don't drink. That's why I said, but we're going we gonna to do the den. We're going we gonna to put a den in. But if you want me to hit it, I will. Yeah. Not, right. I never, I never got that. Like, why do we have to do that? It's a thing. You know, it's, it's a just, drinkers thing. They feel like it. Thing. Makes you it. just bless know. the bottle. All right, I'm gonna start doing that because in reality, the high. You know. Hold on, watch that chair because it caught up under that thing. I don't want to pull that down. Bam. Yeah, yeah, that whole Kirk man, that be some shit. All right, so yeah, yeah, so that's King Ray. Like I said, we gonna do a show where I bring him in and we gonna just talk about all the King Ray shit that went down. And I definitely want to talk about the TV lounge because that was a legendary. Yeah. Moment in comedy in the city, and it put a lot of people, battering people back. But what we talking about at the moment is, what we what we on, Bree? We all, we, we off that one. We were talking about the uh, Steve Harvey, and if you know, within six months, and we have come to the conclusion that sometime between two years and three is when y'all should be talking marriage. Yeah, two three years. That's when you know marriage. What you think about that, Ray? In six months, do you know if you can marry? If you supposed to marry somebody? Yes. You d- in six, six months. months? Yes, I think you know. What? You shouldn't get married in six months. So you know if that's not the person. So basically. It, it, so with this, you, know you know if it's, if it's not, the person. not the person. And 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 let me let me throw some disclaimers out there. Do that, cause uh, old girl, whoever you kicking it with, like I thought so, nigga. So <laughs> what's next? <Right. laughs> you shouldn't have said it. Um, you meet somebody, you know if they good for you or not. Within the first six months. Mm-hmm. You know right. even before then, really. Um, you so, need more than six months to know that you can, because like love is love is one thing, but having to do life with somebody is a whole another thing. Mm-hmm. And so you can be like, I can love this person forever, but yeah, can I be but they may them? not be the person that you need to, you know, develop your life with. Oh, that boy just came through and, with real. That he, he just, I'm still gonna wait three years, but I'm just no, saying, no. Like, and no, I think you should. That, I think that I think that King has a really valid point. I think within the first six months, yeah. you definitely know if you don't want that motherfucker. You like, yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh. But I think it's a difference because what I'm hearing him say is, you can meet somebody and be like, damn, I love everything about this person, but then you find out they don't manage money well. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like you can fall in love with somebody and be like, as much as I love this person, and they love me too. This bitch probably gonna cheat on me and fuck around just because it's in her system to be that way. She can't help who she is, or same thing, vice versa with a yeah, guy. I'm about to say, I, and to me, cheating ain't necessarily the deal breaker, dog. Oh hell yeah, it is. Nah, man. So what is your deal breaker? Shout out to Wednesday show. Uh, right. Cheating is cheating. Period is not the deal breaker. Cheating with my friends or my brothers, maybe. Oh, that is. Um. 
And and then <laughs> it's a character flaw in general, though. It's like if I can't trust you with you know with your pussy, it's like bitch, what you gonna do with his money? But you know, fucking is one thing. Fucking is you know, fucking is one thing, so man. Sex is just sex to you. Yeah, um, I I believe that you could have a a physical chemistry with somebody that you meet like one time oh and you could like go and you you coming out to smith's playbook you know what i'm saying (laughs) but like an affair is different you know what i'm saying because it's consistent it's steady like you go go with this nigga like that's that's a problem but right that's what i'm saying like meaningless one-time sex is is not meaningless four times sex but i mean like that's not meaningless um, That's what I'm saying. Like, if a girl no, fucking like, you know, likes the guy. Well, wait, or do you mean like four different people? Like, now you yeah. Know. Like, and then I don't, I don't. So, what about four different people at the same time? Like, they don't rent. Well, that Damn, depends on no, but you know. No, Ray, I'm asking. No, for real. Because that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. You, you can love, you can love, you love Train Smoke. Lil Train Smoke. It depends. He might have to do it in Wyoming. You know what I'm saying? She might have to do it out in the Wyoming. Like, that bitch was out there with Yay. But no, nah, like, to me, like people sleeping around, and that may be because I'm a I'm a I'm a reformed cheater myself. Uh, What's wrong with that? What are you talking? No, nah, no. Nah. So, like to me, I know what it feels like to to not necessarily care about one person and still fuck them. Mm-hmm. So, I can believe when. Somebody would say to me, "Yeah, it didn't mean nothing. We just fucked because I was high or whatever." Because I've done that a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I know that that's possible. Um, But your problem would be if there was an emotional attachment and they emotional attachment. Yeah, but it's gonna be an emotional attachment regardless. Like I said, I don't see a woman out here just fucking a nigga because she wants to. Like a nigga, like. You a know, nigga do what he do. We, I, this is a I constant narrative on yeah, this show. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that, bro. Like, I don't I really know. I just don't. think it's weird. Like, if she out there and fuck nigga four times, bitch, and you say you love me, I got a problem with that. Like, I'd be more sick about my woman texting a dude about, like, some trauma. Huh. Because now she values his opinion. Yeah. Like, what? Huh? Build and grow. Fuck, That's please. Dangerous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't tell the nigga about your childhood, yeah. dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, that <laughs> okay. bothers me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. that's emotional. That's too much. You I know think she's doing that, though. I think the guy she fucking with, she in the trauma, she like, this nigga rage is getting on my nerves. He mad because they done gated the county surgeon. I took this show from him. And them bitches <laughs> gonna pillow talk, right? They gonna pillow talk. Sandra's treat. T, happy birthday. Neil, what's up, mom? But I'm just saying, like, but no, I mean, that's your perspective. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And you, so, you're a confident motherfucker, though. I can just tell that you're like, all right, you cheated, bitch. Don't do it again. And, like, the 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 better thing about women is that they actually think about all of that. So you're less likely to find a woman that would just randomly keep popping off mm-hmm. because women kind of plan all of their stuff out. You know. We do. We be kind of like... Oh, she got a fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Yep. Your girl met the nigga she wanted to fuck six months ago yeah. and was like, as soon as this nigga fuck up, I'm coming back to this CVS. <laughs> yeah. Nah. She that been going bad. to the CVS Building for six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris. <sighs> mm-hmm. And then going and like staying five minutes later so that 30 minutes on the back end of that CVS, six months later, she fucks the nigga. All right, let's move on because you about to have me text a bitch and cuss somebody out. <laughs> that is interesting. 
you know what I'm saying? Uh, but back to the six months. Though. Yeah. So you say six months is something you you can definitely um, see that like all right, I know I can I can spend the rest of my life with this woman. Yeah, that is possible. Um, but then you're gonna hit like situations. I mean, no relationship is perfect. Um, but you'll you'll start working on other stuff besides you know, oh, you're so cute and you've been thinking about me all day and. It's going to be, you know, hmm. do you do the tissue this way or this way? You know what I'm <laughs> the, saying? The little right. shit. The little shit that bother you in a relationship. That's, yeah. that's, that's what make you that's not fuck with somebody no more. Yeah. For the rest of your life. For the rest so of your life. You be like, why do you have to do the toothpaste like this? Man, that should have drive you people Like, why do you leave your drawers right in front of the basket instead of putting it in the basket? Because I missed the shot. Yeah. And then, you know. You can make another one in the basket. Absolutely. Ain't no layups. You only get one shot. And habits. That's a buzzer beater. I have Rhonda, and Rhonda says that, yes, men are afraid of emotional cheating, while women are more afraid of the physical. Yeah, right. we, we done been there and done that. I don't want to get into that. And I'm drinking Hennessy. <laughs> the the goofy part, and, and what I would like all the women to understand is, um, especially with men, like, you got sex, and you got love, and, like, they're not always in the same orbit sometimes. When it comes to men. When it comes to men. You yes, know what I'm that's saying? true. So like a dude, he could hit the same chick for 15 years and still cuss her out when she called too late because he had the crib with his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, don't you never, do? come on now. Right. You know what's She like, we've been kicking it for 15 years. <laughs> he like, that don't got nothing to do with my love life. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, your wife know what's up, but it's like, I don't want to disrespect yeah. her to her face. Yeah. Because damn train smoke, you know what time to call. We we compartmentalize those situations different, and I think that now, like through trauma and like going through it, I think women starting to do that same thing too. You mm-hmm. know, and they doing uh, what? Women are starting to do what now? Compartmentalize sex and love. You know, and I'm with it. And then also, you know. I've watched women when they think that it's a better situation for them overall change their morals. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's a lot of that. Okay, so we'll do TV lounge. Go ahead. So TV lounge, I'm I'm the guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm Larry Bird in in the garden. I can shoot backwards like this and it'll go in. Okay. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I'm Michael Jordan. Um, so you come to the club, you come to a show, mm-hmm. everything's popping off, everybody's coming to talk to me, I'm passing bottles, mm-hmm. I'm giving comedians models and all of this stuff. Not to and take then, home to walk on stage. Yeah. Niggas like, Ray was giving bitches to niggas? Well, <laughs> not like that. Okay. I mean, it depends on the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it depends on the comedian. He might have talked his way. Because, you know... One thing that really works with, with comedians is that they make girls laugh. You know? Right. We do that from time to time. But anyway. Girl got her man. Girl. So she come in. She see me in the glow. Uh-huh. She forgets that she has a boyfriend now. Forgets? Yeah. Okay. Or at least for right now. Okay. She's mesmerized by the attention. Glamored by the situation. And the status that you have within yeah. this environment. She got caught it. up in the rapture. Shout out to Auntie Anita. Baby. Yeah. So. That was a great one. Then I'm like, hey, what's popping? She like, well, shit, you know. Right. Whatever you want to do. Mm. And then we go through one of these. Uh-huh. 
It's a fifth of Hennessy privilege. Yeah. And then, I don't normally do this, but. <laughs> it always started out like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Right, right. That's what you mean. And she probably don't. So she thinks that in doing this, that's going to it's, solidify her. Or going to elevate her somewhere. In the elevation. Or like, so one of my homeboys is uh, AI's manager, Alan Iverson or whatever, right? Okay. Alan Iverson come in the club and all the girls forget that they on a date. You know what I'm saying? Right. They forget everything. Hey, AI. Yeah. Uh, right. And this nigga's super hot. hood. Like, he's not... He ain't he no over regular here. nigga, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, he's not, he, hey, let's go in the bathroom real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, he's, oh, he's that. He, he with was, it. He was that, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, I don't know now, you know, because once once dudes get older, you kind of start chilling out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but he not basketball star, I'm going to leave you alone. He, you know, whoever keep talking to me going to get this work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially if I fuck with what you good going on. You know what I'm saying? You look My good and you, you. and you tripping, you know. But I've seen that, you know, like hanging out with ball players and millionaires and stuff like that. It's um, no surprise. That's why women go down to All Star Weekend yeah. annually to try to go down there yeah. and catch them something. So, like you said, if you run down into Kevin Durant, nine times out of ten, you might do hey. some shit that you yeah. ain't got no business. You probably doing. busting down for Kevin Durant. Yeah, you know yeah, it. Yeah, be like, oh, I got a man at home. You're gonna be like, dang, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry so, what I did. So we got uh, caught up. Ray, are you single? Because Rhonda says you are so cute. I'm just oh, thank that you. Um, look at her. Look at her about to go ahead and throw her morals <laughs> to the wind. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm married. I just got married. Well, congratulations. So you, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Okay, thank you. So I'm only asking because I noticed like a lot of married men don't wear a ring. Why? Mine is because um, I'm fat and oh, okay. my finger didn't fit the ring. So you're getting the size. I just say you definitely can fix that. That ain't no yeah. excuse, right. nigga. So, so you're getting the um, size. That's. Or no? That was it, really. That's it. But are you getting inside? Yeah, I got a new ring coming. But my thing is, what if he decided he don't want to wear the ring? I know, and that's But you okay. know what? My I wife doesn't it. wear it. She doesn't wear hers. Everybody in the streets. I feel like a ring shouldn't, like, solidify that you're... Talk to Alyssa. You know? Like, I feel like that shouldn't solidify that you're married. Like, just because... Okay, you're married. Act like you're married. And I'm you're not single. I so a, why should you be out here talking to dudes that that ring ain't that, do, yeah so that ring ain't gonna stop so, shit. So the ring and fun fact ring. about rings, the a man with a ring oh is a gets magnet. More he gets way more okay. than the average. More females going to the man with the ring <laughs> than a single dude. <laughs> no, Rhonda, I totally understand. I was just you know joking with you, baby. Women, women, yeah. women would rather have a piece of a good uh, of a good nigga than. But most of a yeah, nigga. but the ring kind of represents a, a form of stability. Mm, uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know. He used to be telling him what to do all the time. Come you know, here. and so you know, what I mean, women will fuck the <laughs> shit out of Jay Z just because he seemed like he just in a loving relationship, and it just happens to be with Beyonce. Like women want to be that person, so yeah, they don't and mind, even if it's for fifteen minutes. And them. women definitely want to be the one, the one. So like, if they can topple the one. To be the one, you know, is, 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 you know, eerily more appealing. Everybody want to be the win. Everybody want to be Floyd Mayweather. You know, I wish I could rebuttal because normally, you know, I'm always like pro women. No, we ain't. But I can't, I can't rebuttal none of this. And I feel some kind of way about it. I I mean, I've seen some women do some horrible things, you Mm. know. 
But I don't judge him because, you know, we was there doing some horrible things with him. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it's like, you give it up too fast, so did I. You know what I'm saying? Everybody played their part. I created the scenario for you to get, you know what I'm saying? I didn't didn't make it, I made it comfortable for this to happen. So, it's like, how can I trip if you want to fuck me on this air mattress? Almost every girl I've had sex with, I had sex with the first time we hung out. Yeah, that's a good-ass percentage. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I can name a couple. Got me first night out for you. But it's a, it's a vibe thing. It's, a it's just thing. an it's energy vibe. that you're putting it's out. definitely a vibe. Because there are some people who thought they were, and I was like, ah, oh, that ain't legit. What did niggas call it before vibe was a thing? What was it? it was that energy. Thing? Yeah, that chemistry, that energy, the yeah. atmosphere. got to just be so right. That chemistry was a motherfucker yeah. yesterday, wasn't it? You'd be like, hey, man. <laughs> we was vibe. We was listening to Stevie Wonder. And Everything I don't know what rocking. happened. You know what I'm hey, let's shout out. Let's do this black owned business one more time, Bree. All right, absolutely. So if you guys are looking for something fun to do, keep in mind that you can call and have the first mobile bowling alley come to you. It is called Luxury Strike. That number is one two four eight seven zero two five four one one. If you want to go ahead and look into it a little bit further, you can find them on Instagram and on Facebook at the at symbol Luxury Strike Bowling. So, look, if you want to bring a whole bowl of night to the crib and have a vibe right so you two can fuck women on the first night like King Ray, you need to give these women a call, give these men a call down here and get a bowling alley pulled to your crib. Dexter, Linwood, wherever you at, they coming. But make sure them niggas don't steal the bowling pins out of there because these guys got to take this somewhere else. All right? So but make I- sure it's in the hood where you got real juice and niggas ain't out there like, man, this whole ass nigga brought the bowling alley to the hood. Let's go see what we can do with it. And I do believe she will give you some first time out for that one. Cause that's like that's and really, that's actually that's super player though. That, I if told you that. had a one on one date and then just pulled out the mobile bowling yeah. alley. Oh, you know? it's going down. And it's yeah, just it's fuck. just y'all. Yeah, it's just y'all. Oh. I looked it up. It looked pretty sweet. See? Yeah, yeah. See? No, Tell that's, y'all. that's super nice. player though. That's I super thought player. it was like, man, I gotta promote this because yeah. yeah. maybe somebody might get. I like this. that. I like get that. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> might get laid from that date. Right. Do it for me. It's pretty cheap. How much is it? Like. Hours like $500. I guess that ain't like, bad. He balling. Four hours for like $850. <laughs> Actually, it's a better deal than the two hours. Don't say yeah. you got it. Don't say you yeah. got it. Yeah, it ain't even if you Put the camera on. Uh, he's single? He's single? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hold on. Hey, and he said it ain't right. expensive, ladies. He <laughs> said it is not, is not expensive. He said $500. He could do that for that bowling experience. Yeah. For the first date. For the first date, though. That's the, you know what come with that. That's the fucking side of the menu, ladies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> know that. All right, man. So the topic of this Friday night show is, uh, I was just thinking about this, do guys know what romance is? And, um... I mean, I always base it off the music and shit we listen to. Like, you know, a lot of niggas grew up, like these niggas not growing up beside a baby. And I've never heard a side of baby say anything about chocolate strawberries <laughs> or edible arrangements or even, uh, you know what I'm saying, hotels that aren't one star and above. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, and then, you know, what we grew up listening to, Too Short, Blade Icewood, you know what I'm saying, Tough Tone. It's like, do we know what romance is? And I, to the ladies in the building, I want to get y'all an answer. Let me, add, and I'll go from youngest to the, to a more seasoned I always got niche. Thank you. I mean, come on. I mean, I want to know what you think. Like, do do you think, I mean, For your generation. do y'all even know what romance right. is? Like, what's romance to you? Like, I mean, what's up? What does that look like to you? To me? Yeah. I mean, if a guy's just listening, like, I feel like I, I say how it is. Like, you know, if I'm like, oh, I want to go here, try this place, do this place. Like, then when it comes to date day, I feel like with you listening, 
you should be like, all right, bitch, she mentioned this place, this place, and this place. Like, but no, that's no, that's not really. Oh, we don't we, we don't got that in my generation, not as much. Not as much. No, everybody just trying to fuck. That's it. I mean, yeah, that's what come with it. I mean, but I sound like when when I hear romance, it, it seems like women like, oh, buy me this, buy me that. You know, we gotta be buying. It don't gotta be money wise. No, it's the thought. Like I, I think personally, I like the, the thought. If you put the effort in and you listen to what I actually say, and if I mention something, I'm like, this would make me really happy, or I would like to do this, or this is my favorite flower, or this is my favorite chocolate. Yeah, it's little shit like that that matters. So, what's the most romantic thing you've ever done for someone else? The most romantic thing, I had to think about that. I mean, minute. because I know we as women, we have these expectations of guys, of guys doing yeah. this for us. So I just want to make sure that that's a two way street that you're traveling. Down. I keep it. I mean, I trifling keep, God I keep said, I'm trying things. to get, I'm trying to get a response back on Facebook Messenger. She said that's what her romance is. She like, nigga, just hit me back, put the thumbs up under there. Man, <laughs> okay, it, it comes down to that sometimes. Like <laughs> that's what they on, okay? Just, <laughs> Brie, just well, I mean, don't ask the fuck on the like, first day. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Brie. Like Brie, what's romance like to you? Like you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Okay, I've watched way too many movies. So my idea of romance is more of the grand gesture. Like the flowers uh, delivered to the girl's job because it's Tuesday and not because you did something wrong. Mm -hmm. It's more so um, surprise trips someplace. Um, a, A getaway, a massage that comes to us because we just need this. Um, the That. So let's yeah. just get away. Let's have a picnic. Let's like I'm I'm the movie girl. So nothing romantic about a nigga just like, man, look, here go five thousand. Go tomorrow, buy what you want to buy. And then, you know, when you come home, we go eat and then let's just I think that's there. thoughtful. That's I don't nice. think it's romantic. I think that's what romance is to a lot of these women. Uh, nowadays, yeah. yeah. No, I, think that's I would what appreciate it is. the gesture. Like but that's not romance. I feel to like me. Girl, like I feel like the women nowadays would rather get a Gucci bag and consider that being rom- like materialistic things and just consider that okay. Yeah. Like if you go swipe me this bag or swipe me these slides, I'm cool with that. That's like, romantic. Pull well, up like to the job with some slides. Shout out to the black hippie ENT in the building. What up? Like I feel like it shouldn't be like that. Rhonda says back in the day, the 70s and 80s, the music helped out so much yeah. that they didn't have to really do much. And nowadays they don't have to do anything because the music really doesn't tell them how to maneuver through it. I, I think mean, that's what you're saying. That is true. It's just kind of weird, like where we at with it. Like, I mean, I pulled off my little romantic, you know what I'm saying, exploits here and there. So I feel like I kind of got an idea, but I'm an R&B nigga though, to the heart. You know so what I'm what's saying? the most romantic thing you've ever done for someone, uh, Josh? Let me see. I've done a several several things. Oh, well, the most recent thing was uh, Valentine's Day was popping off. And what I did was I bought a bunch of, uh, and I want to shout out baby girl, but she looked out for me and I can't even think of the name of her company, but she got me some balloons. So I got a bunch of balloons, put them in the room. You know what I'm saying? So the rooms, balloons was all in the room. And then I had my man, shout out to Chef Mike. He uh, cooked up a little, uh, you know, because they into the whole uh, seafood bag. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Had a bag set up and whatever. And then I just kind of set it up to where I was like, hey, I got to go do this. But meet me back at the spot and we can go from there to there. So, you know, she came to the crib, boom. Food, champagne, you know what I'm saying? A little strawberry shit set up. And we sat there. We ate, kicked it, pulled the seafood bag out. Then went in the room, balloons. And we fucked in the room with a thousand balloons in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? See, now, that was very romantic, Josh. I'll give yeah. you that. That was extremely romantic. Earned a little $100 in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? That's our sound effect, yeah, right? That's, that's sound all effect we got. When hot. <laughs> Anytime I do something special, I hit that bell on these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was, and that was within my budget, and she cried, so she appreciated yeah. it. Yeah. So I did what I was supposed to do. That sounds extremely romantic. Absolutely. Uh, what you talking about, Ray? Well, nah. Here go, Ray. So we was at the top of the Eiffel Tower making love. 
Right. It set the stone. Set the Steve, tone. With Stevie Wonder playing Ribbon in the Sky down and below. Right. No, man, you know, the truth of the matter is I haven't um I haven't been on very like very many expensive dates because I listen. So like if if we have a random conversation that you like, I just love, you know, pralines and cream ice cream. Like I remember that when we first talk. So then the next time we talk, I show up with the pralines and cream and um you get away with a lot by just listening to women, just listening to what they say or what they care about. And if you can find out the things they like and just do those, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Uh, but, you know, I've done all of it, you know, rose petals, bubble baths. Did you do the gold rose shit back when that was the play when niggas were dipping roses in gold? No. That's corny to me. That was a wave, was, like 2003, yeah. 2004. Niggas was like, hey, bro, dip the rose in gold and give it to her. She going to lose it. You take that bitch to the pawn shop. They don't get this weak-ass shit out right. of here, nigga. <laughs> but, you know, and then on the flip side, like I've... Um, Young Ron, what up? You know, we, we've we always had a lot of favor and been kind of, you know, in a position where people would do a lot of stuff for me. So, like... I could pull off romantic stuff that sound, that seemed unbelievable just because of like my network of friends and stuff. So I might, you know, close off the bar one day and have the dude that cooked the food, you know, come cook the food and it's just me and you and mm-hmm. and you know what I'm that saying? grand gesture. Like yeah, yeah, the that's grand like gesture. So a helicopter it's ride. Or, you know, closing or, down the restaurant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, you know, it's a concert coming up and I know the dude who booked the the thing and then you know, Anthony Hamilton shout from the stage, like, yeah, Bree, Raycel, you know, <laughs> did you like the show? Right. And then it's like, ah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it seemed expensive, but it really was like my man booked you the concert. You know somebody. You know what I'm saying? So it's tapping just, your resources yeah. in your context. And um, so. That's the play. You know. Yeah. It'll get you far. And then I used to live on top of Nikki's downtown. And I so I had a loft on on the top floor of the Nikki's building, and that place just kind of did it for me, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, I can <laughs> like, yeah, center downtown, right. damn near right yeah, there, not like far you, from the water. You look out the window, and like the people mover brushes by, and you could see the Athenium or Athenium or whatever people call it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I've been fortunate to be in a lot of cool positions, and. Those positions kind of make it a little cooler. So what yeah. about what about when you're talking to a girl and she like Birkin this, Gucci that, Balenciaga this, such and such that? Because in in reality, that's the shit that they that's equate the shit that they equate romance. to romance. Yeah. It's to like them. these things. The dollar sign means more. Nigga, fly me out to such and such and woo woo. But it's like, nigga, I've always been a nigga who I can. And it's funny thing, I've done this several hundred thousand times. Like just personality wise, who I am naturally, I can sit in the car with a girl and we talk for. Hours and she like this is the best time I've ever had in my life. That's that's what happened. So where we not her now we got to jump this bitch battery because we've been sitting in here with it turned on yeah. a little bit and it's like and imagine a nigga with me with money and we can do this in Bora Bora. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So the it's conversation like conversation wins, bro. Yeah, I mean don't get me wrong, I've been food yeah. out and it has its perks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But did I think he was romantic? No. Nah, like conversation works. Listening, cracking jokes. Yeah. 
that kind of stuff. Romance is more about intention than it is. Exactly, man. And like you say, like you just, Bree said it, like a nigga fly you out, it's like, what's your intentions on flying me out? It's like, oh, you trying to fuck as opposed to, hey, man, we literally just, hey, just come through the crib, let's watch TV. You know but what I'm like, saying? We chilling. Yeah, right, let's and go it's like, it. all right, you fly old girl to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. That's typical. But like, you know, saying that conversation, she talked about how she grew up and used to go down to her family place in Mississippi. Yeah. And then you hit her with the ticket to Mississippi to go see her family and we're going to have some dinner out there. Man. Like that got a whole nother vibe to it. Yeah. Vibe to it. And um, that would be more of the play that I would do because I'm not... um, I heard somebody say a long time ago, women can't go backwards. So like... If you start off up here, yeah, got to maintain it. You got to maintain stay it up and there. exceed it. You can't. You can't take her down. You know, you can't go first date roof, Chris. McDonald's. No, <laughs> you got to be. Because she's gonna be like, don't, uh, that? don't introduce a woman to something that she yeah. can't maintain. Can't ma- yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and stop. Too. You know, stop showing your love with your wallet too. You know what right. I'm saying? Like a pe- a picnic across you, damn near nothing. Yeah. Zero. Like, so yeah, that's my that that would be that, that would be my it? bag. I'm I'm making you the sandwich real quick. Y'all getting real game right here, dog. You know don't make, don't don't introduce somebody to something that you can't maintain. So nigga, don't jump out the yeah. window because you know we getting these STEMI checks and then you don't want to bought yeah. a little you know some, some Gucci slides and now you don't shit back to normal mm-hmm. and you can't, and you do, can't it do it again. Do that no more. Yeah, stop fronting. Stop fronting like you got more money than you got. Nigga, stop lying, bro. Man. That's the thing, nigga. Like, Romance is honesty. Hey, look, I'm fucked up. Yeah. But, I ain't got it. But I can make things happen for you and, I can't, and I can show you a good time. I can't do I can shit for you company. right now. I can't but, take you on this boat on the river, but we could do a picnic down river or down right, on, on the Bell water Isle and look at the water. Right. Man, there Moesha is on Netflix now. Let's sit down. Oh, and yeah. eat some shit. Yeah, all the shows on <laughs> Netflix now. Netflix Man. and chill is about to be on and popping. Look up, okay. Rhonda. Rhonda says that finding a listener is really huge, and she likes that. And Tay said he is loving this podcast. Great show today. Shout out to Tay and Bree with the Indira Rogers voice. I'm never going to let her understand <laughs> that she got that. Shout out to Tay coming down in from Highland Park. <laughs> 75 South has been shut down. We come to the Indira Rogers. You know <laughs> I'm back to Mason in the morning. You know what? When our podcast takes off, they're going to love this about me. And Dear so Rogers going to sue your ass. She want her throat back. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that bitch been using my throat this whole podcast. I need it back. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Shush. Tate says, first impressions are everything. What's the yeah. most romantic thing they ever did for you, Bree? Go. Greyhound. Kalahari. Uh, no. Okay. So, on a first date. A guy, we were we were talking on the phone. Okay, I don't know if it was romantic, but I know it was very considerate, and I had an amazing time. He, um, I told him that I want to go to the aquarium, and I had because for some reason I just had this obsession with aquariums I'd never been. So he was like, "Oh, I know of a great one." I'm thinking he about to say Great Lakes because mm-hmm. I've been googling and researching. He was like, "No, it's in Chicago." I was like, "Excuse me, sir." <laughs> he was like, "It's in Chicago. I'm gonna take you." Oh yeah. For the weekend, he was like, "When can you get off work?" I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, I got paid time off. I can take whenever I want." He like, "Okay, I'm gonna take off next week. You take off, and I'll take you to Chicago, and we'll drive down so I can take you to the aquarium." So I'm like, "Fine, mind you, I'd only known him just a very small window because you know my three day cap." Yeah, yeah. And uh, we talked on the phone for like a week before the trip, mm. and then I took off work. 
we drove down his car. Hey, he had a car. Hey. Hey, and it was a beamer. Hey. Okay. Hey. So. And I, I want to. I want to. Can I? Can we put? A, I want to speak to that too, because I had a situation. No, it was Bro, just funny. At the after, yeah, knock this out, Bree. So he, um, we drove down. He stopped at the outlets and took me shopping. Then we went to the aquarium. He had friends there, so we went on a double date with his friends. It was my first real adult grown-up date, like on a like a double date thing. Mm-hmm. We went sightseeing around Chicago. Mm-hmm. We went to that like really cool popcorn place. The aquarium was amazing, and we got to see the dolphin show. It was an amazing. And then on the way back, like I felt some kind of way because he was paying for everything. So I told him I was like, at least let me cover the tolls because there are a lot of yeah. tolls that you stop he at. Like, no, right. and he was like, no, because you fucking. He like, no, because you about to come off this. Oh, he definitely got some ass. Yeah, yeah. He it was, was like, you ain't worth, paying. Yeah, it was worth it. It was so. definitely you worth it. You paying in lips. Yes. So I paid for the toes. Like, I made him let me pay. I'm like, at least let me cover yeah. the toes. Like, I want to cover something on this trip because I, I genuinely appreciate you doing this. And we kicked it for like three months after that. But on the way back, we listened to Tupac all the way home. Like, we had an amazing time. And I think that was extremely thoughtful. I don't know if it was romantic. The gesture itself was extremely kind. It's the definition of what you gave us. Right. So I enjoyed it. You know, the most romantic thing I ever did with somebody is... uh, Somebody said, fam, took you to to Siberia. How you say that? Sibris? Sibris. That looks about the one. I I thought it was Siberia too. Was that it? No, I could be wrong. It's that's why nice yeah, he's talking about booty. the little hotel with the with <laughs> yeah. the cruise yeah. and yeah. shit in it. Oh, that's where y'all went. No, we no, we went to a regular oh, hotel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. A but very what was nice you finna say, Ray? Because I, I just remember a time where what you just said, how you use your network to make you seem like you got more juice. You know, you do have juice, but it seemed like you really pulled some shit, some strings, but you just got. Network, but what was you finna say? And then I'm gonna get my story about. No, it. go ahead, and say it. Okay, so uh, for the people that's on here, we just talking about romantic gestures and shit like that. So somebody I was dealing with, well, it was my daughter's mom, my 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 youngest daughter's mom. This before any baby, any of that. This was like you know we kicking it. Well, shout out to Brett Mercer. I'm gonna tell that story, Brett, and I'm gonna tell you when. I'm gonna tell that story about whatever. So my daughter, mom, out. It's her girl birthday, and they in Denver, Colorado. They went for whatever reason. We we legal. They around there getting high, and they like it ain't shit to do here. It's boring as hell. So rewind. I did this comedy show out in and shout out to Word the Kid Clever, uh, out in L.A. And it was these dude. It was a DJ and this other dude. So I did the show. I do what I love to do. I do that. I went crazy out there. So I built a relationship. The DJ uh, hooked up with some guy and they started a uh, a show or a uh, yeah, it's a show called R and B only where they only play R and B music oh, yeah. the oh, whole yeah. night. That's and then some yeah. And then sometimes niggas done took the idea and tried to steal that shit, but. Them niggas damn near came up and made millions off of that. Okay. So, and then sometimes a, a, a nigga would just show up like Lloyd might come or Bobby Valentino mm-hmm. or Keisha Cole. So, they just so happened to be in Denver while they were in Denver. They're like, it ain't shit going on. Ain't no, ain't no black people around. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm like, oh, well, DJ Prince in Jabari. Shout out to my nigga Dez on here. So, I got the nigga DJ Prince number. I'm like, hey, what up? Because when he came here, we... Went mm-hmm. to the show. So yeah. I was like, hey, yo, what up, bro? She wasn't my girl at the time, but I had to make it sound like, so I remember my girl down there. <laughs> it's her girl birthday. Can you show them some love? Because this shit would sell out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, could you show you some love or whatever? He's like, yeah, how many of them is it? I was like, damn, let me see how much love I got. I was like, it's like her and like five of her girls. He's like, yeah, it ain't nothing. So I'm calling her like, hey, <laughs> if y'all want to go to this thing, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? It's called R&B only. It's like one of the hottest tickets in town. If y'all want to go, go. So automatically, the pussy... Was mine at that point because I'm all the way in Detroit calling plays 
in and Denver, like, oh, Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yep. it. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like you're back to Detroit, Detroit baby. Oh, that's what <laughs> happened. At the airport, wait. Right. But, okay. you know, and that was just the play. And her girls was impressed. Like, they was like, they fuck oh. with you hard. Like, they probably was giving her the talk. Like, if you know, you better fuck with this nigga. Yeah. Now, you hey, can get his listen, listen, like this. The list is everything, bro. Man. Yeah, it's hard. And... You know, not even will call. Like, hey, just walk up there and say yeah. who's Wiz and you right. ain't happy. The, that because it makes list. you feel important. It makes you, make feel, you feel special. Like, a, like yeah. yeah. And that's why, like, the list is everything, bro. And and so whenever you can control a situation, you know, I always recommend that that you be really generous with your list um, for an event or whatever. Wherever you got some pool, you use your pool to help. To make some great times for other people, or even invite people that's not from that area to come to that. Yeah, you know, um, because you want that favor wherever they at. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? And so, being able to make that kind of call changes everything for people sometimes. And, mm-hmm. You know, so I think I think that's a a beautiful thing, and and that's something that. You know, money can't buy. Mm-hmm. Money can't buy the experience you experiences. got. Experiences, and so romantically or in life, period, building relationships, building networks, create like that's the fan is. You know, memorable experiences mm-hmm. when people are with you. Yeah, yeah. Or people that know you, and then everything just kind of changed. So like. Because honestly, a lot of times money can't get you access that, like you say, respect yeah. gets you. Like, them niggas respected me from what I did. And then when they came to the show, we showed them love. So it was like, that's some respect gets you. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, nigga, the love and the way you treat people get you, take you a long way. Yeah. Just like you said, I ain't spent a lot of money, but I that took her a long way as far as like this, you know, fucking was going to happen. But the point was, it was like, damn. Everybody ain't doing that for everybody. Yeah. Like, nigga, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, who going to, like, somebody you just fucking with that's like, yeah, I'm out in Atlanta, da da da. If I'm just yeah. fucking you, I'm not finna, I'm, I'm gonna fuck you anyway. But it's like, no, nah, I really see something here. Like you say, yeah. within the first whatever. Right. It's like, hey, I'll pull these strings for you because who knows how many strings you get to pull with that nigga like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much love you get, but I showed him love and, you know, I ain't never had to pull that card again just because I ain't thought about it. But it's like, yeah, you just do that. You don't waste yeah. that. You don't waste that card. Yeah. You gotta be worth it. Yeah, and I, I think that was very. So you doing some romantic stuff, Josh? I see. You oh, there. I done did the rose petal. Let me tell you another story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I can't recall a rose petal in my life. Like what? That. Nigga, that we like. Don't. don't get me wrong. I had a dude. Oh my god, this dude. When I used to work at this bar, he would send me uh, edible arrangements and flowers to the job, and I was dating somebody else at the time who had never done any of this shit, by the way. And the person got mad and was like, "Bring another fucking bouquet of flowers." <laughs> I knock every motherfucking edible rainbow down. It'll be it'll be <laughs> cantaloupe all over the house, <laughs> over the fucking floor. So I would start leaving them at work. I'm like, call the nigga right now. Call the nigga right now. He's like, what you doing? We eating your cantaloupe, nigga. What up? He was like, he was bitch. I'm gonna bust your cantaloupe. You keep playing with me, nigga. I'm gonna bust your cantaloupe, nigga. And you know that's 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 one sad story that I hear about. Yeah, they got cheese. I loved it. Oh my God! I love that. What'd you say, Ray? What's the sad I story? That's the sad story I hear about women and men. Man, like the dude that like you need always be right there, and you be spending the shit out of him oh, for some bro. garbage ass nigga. That story. Yeah. That's the story, nigga. It's, that's the over. That's OD. That's true. yeah. It's so sad to 
just see that happen over and over. Women chase what they want and they don't fuck with what they need. Yeah. Uh. That nigga be right there and you like, yeah, this nigga kind of been in your face the whole time. Like, you want a future, but Russell been trying to take your ass. Right. Out of town, but instead, bitch, you want Balenciagas and you out here, he's he spilling lean yeah. on you and you got your little slides on, bitch. But what about <laughs> right. the nigga who seen you here? Because that's when you drink lean. <laughs> but my thing is, like, bitch, what about the nigga who been sending right. cantaloupes to your job cut up in the shape of hearts, ho? Right. What about that nigga? He's a friend. He right. friend boy. But Josh, you was about to tell us about your rose petals. Go ahead. Oh, damn. Yeah. So listen. <laughs> so, so this is what it was. And this is another thing, though, I always say that I always stay on the, on the sinking ship too long. Because this was with the girl who I bought the fucking... I'm going to tell this story one day about the fucking Care Bear, but fuck all that. Oh, no. You told it. Yeah, but this is about... But me and her, whatever. We had fell off or whatever. <laughs> so, it's a lot to this story. So, me and her fell off. I'm like, fuck it. Look, kick it with your nigga. I, I want to make this right. So, it was this white boy at my job, and he was like one of the few niggas. This one, uh, the, the laptop wasn't very prevalent. So, he had one. So he was like, yeah, I got music on her and everything. So I knew that he worked at Popeye's with me, but he also worked at Sonic's. This one on Mississippi. And I know he kept his door unlocked. And this is the only time I ever did some legal shit. I knew that nigga worked at Sonic and I seen him over there. His door was unlocked, stole the nigga laptop. So now I got this white boy laptop and this one of them laptops was this thick, like pound cake thick. <laughs> so I had this big dumb laptop. I'm downloading music. I went and got a hotel room. I've been bought some motherfucking uh, rose petals, nigga, at the flower shop, and they ain't have strawberries. The strawberries out of season, so I had to go to I had to go to a uh, bumpers, which is like another type of Sonics that you drive up and get your shit. And I had to get the motherfucking strawberries that was like liquefied that they put on the Sundays and shit. So I'm like, man, you but that shit the carpet up. <laughs> So that let you know God was like, nigga, this ain't supposed to happen. (laughs) If nigga, if 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 they if they wasn't even if they didn't have no strawberries in stock, nigga, like a hurricane came. That was that was your sign right there. God was like, nigga, you stealing, nigga. This is grand larceny because this got to be a thousand dollar laptop thick. This bitch is. (laughs) Ain't got no strawberries in the state of Mississippi. So I got the room set up. I got rose petals everywhere. I'm like, hell yeah, nigga. I got a playlist set up. I done blindfolded the bitch. I done drove her around like three times so she don't know where we at. We pull up to the room. She come in. I'm like, don't take the motherfucking, uh, I'm like, don't take the blindfold off. I hit the playlist. Doom, 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 doom. Boom, boom. Boom, doom, 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 doom. Don't leave. Take the laptop off. Bad. I take the blindfold off. Hey, I did this all for you. Rose put us everywhere. We got uh, strawberries in the liquid form over here. You can drink them if you want. <laughs> it's something in the tub. We get in the tub, fuck around, Ooh, and do tub. our thing. We did all our little thing. And I mean, we might have got back right, but that bitch still ended up with the drug dealer nigga that she wanted to be with at the end of the day who was buying her Jordans and getting her nails did every week. Damn. But yeah, that was it. She ain't see your heart, Josh. She ain't see my heart, but I had cheated on her down in the Disney World internship anyway when I was in Orlando, so... But that was one of my that I did that. I can't even feel sorry for him in the right space. You shouldn't. Like God, you should. I'm a terrible nigga, right? Be, I was trying to be supportive and encouraging and right. feel his Armand, pain. I'm a terrible nigga. <laughs> he like no, I was cheating. <laughs> I'm keep it real, Sco. I cannot with you. Yeah, oh, man. My that happened, but you know, I'm a I'm a romantic nigga. Like I would love to do all those. I love to do that kind of shit. I it's just something about seeing a woman cry, like for the right reasons. I don't know how it would feel. Like, I right. don't even remember my marriage. But I do romantic like, shit for girls who... who I do romantic... I do... No, I'm doing She used to be. Oh. I do romantic... It, it don't count. We ain't even make it a year. Don't worry about that. Go ahead. I do romantic shit for girls who pee outside on a consistent basis. I'm sorry, what? Huh? <laughs> Clarify. I mean, I do romantic shit for girls who drink a lot of liquor and then they get outside. and But I got to pee. And they pee outside. <laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> 
that's like, the, that's the drink is that I why I don't get romance because I'm not drinking and peeing outside? Is that? I mean, no. yeah, I, that's you know what I'm saying. Like, not, not to say that they don't deserve it, but like a lot of times, if a girl piss outside on a consistent basis, she don't really need the rose petals. <laughs> oh, okay. Does. Oh, so you doing it for the wrong people? Okay, I see a lot of times. I see yeah. that. I can, yeah. I, I that boy Ray got that, that truth serum in me. Ask I, me anything. I gotta figure <laughs> out a way to let men know that those are the things I desire so that they can do them. Because I think that we we don't have the expectation for them anymore. We don't set the standard anymore. So I want to find a, a productive way to set that standard without saying, you gotta, you know, I want to give gentle... You nudges. shouldn't have to give nothing. Like, he like, should want to do it for you. And, it, and this was probably why, but I don't Bri. think that their mindset is there. Because you're picking the wrong it's individuals. The wrong so when you pick the wrong nigga, he, he don't think you worth none of that. That's not going to do that. That's the thing, though, bro. Their mindset ain't there. Yeah. That would love to do that. And he in your DM. And you and like, like <laughs> because he not. He's not physically. Because you want the nigga problem. with the dreadlocks and the tiger that's tattooed on his neck. And he wear the unk you with know made what? out of wood. Oh, okay. That nigga be toxic the whole time. He was killing a girl. That nigga be toxic the whole fucking he's time. So toxic. He gonna ruin my whole life. Come give me some dick, daddy. I got a homeboy. <laughs> Lee home going home. I like, why the fuck did I like come? That, he he wants he wants the girl that everybody wants, right? Mm-hmm. But he wants that girl to be. Like a homebody, and it it doesn't come in those kind of combinations. It's like you want the, right? You know, you want the model chick to have the Claire Huxtable. Kim Car, you want Kim Kardashian, but you want her to turn into Claire Huxtable. Right. No, you want you want Kim Kardashian to be Seely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want washing, cooking, cleaning, washing, cooking, cleaning. She don't have those yes, tools mister. for that. She don't they have those tools right. for that. Right. And so, what I always tell people is, you want to find the cutest person possible that has all of the intangible things that you need. So it's got to be a good balance of yeah. She got to be cute, but she also got to be like I'm ugly to some people. Not necessarily, but you know how like you create a player on the game. Yeah, if you if you put all the offense in there, then he can't defense. His defense ain't shit. You got to figure out the combination that you know the things you can do without. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. things that are definitely like, within the character that you need yeah, to possess. Because cute, what you cute willing to live? Enough. What you what you willing to live without? Because it's like you can have the baddest motherfucker in the world, but it's like yeah. If she don't give you the shit you need to put you yeah. where you, you know, to motivate you, like, you know what Cute. I'm saying? Or just come home. Because you can get the baddest bitch. Like, you got to think how many niggas got a bad bitch that's kept and they not happy with her. Yeah. They not happy with because her. It's like cute is not enough, bro. Cute not going to raise your kid. That and is it, true. Okay. Yeah. And men do not think. Like, I've dated men and then after the fact, they be like, man. What's the kid? What's the Jenner? What's the Jenner that's the billionaire? Kendall or Ken, uh, Kylie? Kylie. Kylie. Mm-hmm. Kylie, first of all, she had a lot of work done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she's not as bad as she is. So yeah. genetically, your kid not gonna look like that. But right. the point is, right. she made herself bad, and it's like, damn, you not even bad, and now you run around with all these bad bitch tendencies. So you know, she probably not the best homekeeper. 
She's a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you go get a super bad motherfucker and then she not even, yeah. she ain't even bad organically. You know what I'm saying? She not even bad on that tip like God made her bad. This bitch went and bought bad. Wait, did you see? Okay, so there was an Asian man mm-hmm. who, I think he sued his wife after they had a baby because they got, she was beautiful. Dad just said something profound, but go ahead. I'm like say she it was you know. beautiful. They got married. She got pregnant. They had a child, and the child came out fucked up. He got mad and was like, "Well, I don't, I don't think it's my kid." She was like, "No, it's our baby." He was like, "Well, let me see like your baby pictures. You growing up your childhood because I need to see your family because I don't think it's my baby." Right. And he saw her before the her she is today. Oh yeah, he sued her, and he sued her fucking ass. Cause that's false advertising. Sued her and was like, "Hell no!" Somebody said her mind ain't bad. You portrayed yourself to be. No, that's real. Dez just said she's got to have a balance of Meg Thee Stallion and Michelle Obama. And let me say this. Michelle Obama is a perfect example of what Ray was talking about. Yeah. Michelle Obama is beautiful. Yes. Right. Not by no stretch of the imagination would you say she's bad, though. Right. So she's, she's got that balance of like, damn, this is what I'm looking for. You don't think Obama probably wanted a bunch of... Fucking uh, Josephine Baker. I don't know how old that nigga is, but he probably could have fucked some. She could he could have probably fucked Holly Berry if he wanted to. This nigga was yes. the alderman in yeah. Chicago. Yes. He was around. Lisa Ray was running around then in Players Club, and this nigga had a government position. But he found somebody that was like, she beautiful. She got a good head on her shoulders. She got a good heart. And she going to raise the fuck out of Sasha and Malia because he seemed like a nigga already knew what his kids' names was going to be <laughs> because they made him in the lab. He a clone. So anyway, they already had this set up. So what Ray is saying is, and I'm learning that, and my problem is, dog, and we always get back to what my problems are in relationships because I'm trying to fix myself on these shows, is that I love super fine motherfuckers, bro, with all the characteristics, super wild freak bitches who love to piss outside, and I want to make them into something that they not supposed to be. Yeah, man. And then God will put the one in front of you, and you like, but why I'm tripping about this bitch who like to pee outside? Yeah. If she pee outside, man, she ain't the one. <laughs> it's they, we, bitch. We got plumbing indoors now. We got indoor plumbing. It's one thing if we driving to Cedar Point and you gotta pee, but we about to go around the corner. Why are we pissing outside here behind a Chili's? Oh, not Chili's. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so two things real quick. So I, I can't with Josh. So hey, bro, uh, I, I I'm with... drunk, and this is the first time I ever got to drink with Ray. Because when I was at TV Lens, I did yeah, not drink. He, okay, this is the wait. first time I've ever drank with Josh because he used to get cranberry juice. I'm telling you, niggas, my sobriety was legendary. My sobriety was legendary, dog. Okay, so about the Kylie comment, uh, Trish says that uh, Stormy is a beautiful kid, and Kylie is a domestic worker, and she has a full-on cooking show. Shout out to Kylie. Right. And then I I didn't know either. I wasn't hip either. We learning something new out here. That's what this show does, y'all. Keep it locked. All right. And then Autumn says that she wants someone with respect for his mother, respect for ladies, doesn't smoke, period, and wants him to have his life together, a career, a car, a house, and a savings account. Well, you need to move to Yugoslavia because niggas out here ain't on all that. You know what? You have to. you have to be that person too. Yeah, you do because have to be the person. A lot of times, I hear a lot of women talking about what they want, and they not bringing. See, but I know Autumn, and she she got her shit no, together. I'm, I'm so with I can you. totally see that. And so now Autumn's problem might be that it's not going to be in your peer group. It's going to be an older man because the dude that's the same age as you with all of those things, 
is talking to the girl that's 10 or 15 years young. Most definitely. It might be that stud that work over there at that plant out in uh, Grand Rapids. Low key. So, so she you, needs an old man. Autumn, you need an older man. Baby. Everybody needs to adjust their their, yeah. their preferences. Um, Not saying that it's impossible to find somebody that's around your same age that's going to do that. But it's most unlikely. of the... It's, it's just a little bit more improbable because... Like a dude that's 40, he might have took all his 30s to get his stuff together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then now he's 40. And he's probably not going to kick it with the 40-year-old girl. No. Nah, cause, cause he's going to kick it with the 28-year-old He's 40 years old. He can get him a 25-year-old. Because he got his shit together. Yeah. He got his shit together. Now, and the 47 dude with that same thing. Yeah, fuck with the 35. He's going to kick it with you. Because you're the young girl to him. Because, right. Hey. But you got to understand his favorite rapper is Rakim, and you got to respect that. That yeah. is facts. It ain't gonna be, so, he ain't going to fuck with Nelly. He not going to fuck um, with Kid Ink, you know. Because yeah. I know a lot of girls, like a lot of girls I'm cool with, they like super successful and super single. Adjust or settle. Sound, uh, curls of wisdom. Said, yeah. Hold on. She said, adjust or settle sounds hella sim- similar to me. But you're not settling. No, the thing settling. is, no. you have expectations set up of what social media and what... Your mother told you you're supposed to get. You, you, basically, your mom is living vicariously through you or your auntie. Somebody was like, you shouldn't fuck with a nigga like this. This is the type of nigga you should get because that was a nigga she fucked with in the 90s back when R. Kelly was with public announcement. So now you have to live a different <laughs> style, uh, lifestyle. So now you trying to live up to an expectation she created because she didn't live her life all the way out because she was yeah. that freak nick and Luke and them got a hold to her. So this is what it is. You're not settling. You are happy. You. This is what you're supposed to be fucking with. Yeah, and not and it's not settling. It's just you gotta I hate remember that word, bro. That that what you're looking for is not that easy to come by. You know, like I was just based saying about my homeboy. Where you're currently at, your yeah, based on what you want and the environment that you're in. Like, if you're a 35 year old woman, you want to, and you got your shit together, mm-hmm. then you want a 35 year old man with his shit together, right? Those things don't go together. It could. Mm-hmm. But it's more than likely the 35-year-old dude is not going to kick it with the 35-year-old lady because he might want kids in three years at 38. Okay. Whereas 35-year-old woman may not She might not even be able to in some cases. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or not want to because she right. done raised or, her kids all the way already. Children. Or right. she got her kids already. You know, like it's so many variables. Variables. Yeah. So when you start like going for specifics, you want to go for the intangible things that you need first. Then those physical attributes like age, you know, tall muscles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That stuff is not as important. It feels important, but it's not as important when you're talking about doing life together with people. Nigga, doing life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Because it's like, you could be cute as fuck, but you not so cute no more when I know you're going to take a shower every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. So like when they out, you know, like you might be out with your man and he used to be cute to you now, you know what I'm saying? And the girls are swooning and you like, you know what I'm saying? He he 30 years old with doo-doo stains in his drawers. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know that now. Right. You don't think Beyonce know how Jay-Z really get down? You know what I'm saying? They don't know that now. So, the cute done wore off on you. 
Tyron, anytime you want to come on the show, come on the show. And so that's why I say, like, for playing, bro. you, you want to find the cutest person possible with all of the things that you need. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Curls just said, Curls of Wisdom said, so God can't do the impossible. That's the thing, though. You don't have to have the impossible. Like, the impossible ain't, it's impossible for a reason. Like, that's not what you're supposed to have. Idris Elba is not the nigga you're supposed to be fucking with. It's the nigga that work over there at that Sonics. Or the nigga that work, you know what I'm saying? The nigga that work at the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just want a cute nigga to wake up to. That's it. You want a nigga to love the fuck but, out of you. Like, but you still want to be attracted to the person that. But loves you can't the be attracted to a nigga like what's more attractive? A nigga who looks super good who don't really fuck with you like that, or a nigga who loves the fuck out of you. So I why can't you have? And that's the. But you but can breathe. have both. But it like he doesn't not. have to be super fine as long as he's fine to me. But that's the right. point. Have you ever have you ever dealt with a nigga and he got finer to you as you start fucking with him? Because you start finding because yes. this yeah. let me use this example real quick. It's girls that's sixes that just have great personalities that turn them into like an eight. Just because yeah. their inside is like way more beautiful than anything. And then you got a girl who damn near an eight. Or oh, I already said eight because I already said eight because it's just nines and tens are hard to come by. Yeah. In reality, most motherfuckers, the baddest motherfucker you find is eight. In reality, is an eight. And then her personality makes her damn near a five because she just moves and she don't smile and she treats people a fucked up way. My thing is, once you get to know somebody, you might look at that nigga like, waiting to exhale. The nigga with the glasses who old girl gave some pussy to, and then he turned out to be a whole ass nigga. Let's just say you get that nigga a chance and he treats you better than anybody in the world. He may have been a five to you, but the way he treats you... Make him more attractive. He damn near an eight. That'd be my thing. And y'all be acting like, well, I can't have both. Like, you know, we all want somebody. You don't get the best in both. You don't get the you don't get everything you want. I but, mean, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's like, what comes But we don't know what we want. Man cute, or women. That's true. But no, nah, and then cute ain't always like how you packaged it to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'll use my own situation. Okay. So my wife, um, she like light skinned niggas. Bam. Man, I did that once and married a dark one. I should have stuck to the light. You heard she called him a dark one? <laughs> Not like that. He like light skinned. <laughs> right. That's called that nigga a dark <laughs> one. Dark one. Right. <laughs> Sound like we live in the medieval times, like the dark ones. You don't know what I mean. <laughs> He wasn't my type, and I married him. You it was what, what I was supposed to is, do. My my, every dude I've ever liked looked the same. And that's they why tall, and that's they light skin. And that's why you was picking all them niggas up, going so to the I dollar. So I married movie. someone because he was he was a five, but his personality made him a cool eight. I loved him. Had a baby with him. He was great. Continue your story. Get you a medium ugly nigga like me, bro. I'm not racist, Trish. Medium ugly nigga. Get you a nigga that's ugly. <laughs> but like, you know, go ahead. You don't, you know, but like. I'm a I'm attractive to women, but I'm not tall and light skinned and, you know what I'm saying? The right. typical like aesthetics a, of what they right. what what's what supposed you know to be handsome. Yeah, I know. It's not I'm not that person. You know what I'm saying? But I I may get the same response as that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, you know, I've never liked a dark skinned dude before. See? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know, hi, I'm Ray. That killed her too, though. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I never liked the dark skin. I said, hi, I'm Ray. And that slave shit that you on right now. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that's some slave shit. That's right, slave it shit. Is. But we, that's yeah. another topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are right. you chasing after the light skinned dude? It's oh. some slave shit. 
Yeah. Uh, Vice versa. And 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 the same reason. Yep. Because Why like sometimes, like you'll see dudes like all over a girl because she light, but she's not cute. Right. She's just yellow. That's it. Right. Like she, but she's not cute, bro. I you know love. What I'm I just yeah, love right. beautiful no, I totally women. Understand. Yeah. So like I like. I'm evolving. Yeah. I'm I, just like a sexy man. And that's and that's fine, you know. But that may not be, you know, the way you drew them out in your head. Yeah, because they ain't it. it ain't you know right. what I'm saying? It it may not be that, but I, you know, it's possible that you can get those same feelings. So when you approached her, you originally weren't her physical type, right? But then she gave you her number anyway. Oh, actually, that's a funny story too. So What's I met her story? at a party. Go go. go. I met her at a party. Was this your party or no, just a random it was party? Somebody else's party. All right, cool. So you ain't had that. Right. Yeah, go. So I, this, this is. A <laughs> I just want to make sure Wait, he ain't had a leverage on this. Yeah. Guys, dicks are small. <laughs> I'm sorry. A, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying what she put up there. I'm I just okay. have to throw it out there. Hey, listen. Hey. I don't know I nothing know. about that. Exactly. We'll let her deal with that. I don't know nothing about that. We'll let her deal with that one. So I went to I went to one of my homeboys' parties. It was another party. So I walks in. And I see her there, and I, I just speak to her. And so we sit there, and we talk the entire party. So the music playing, everybody's having fun, and we just sitting there kicking it. Yeah, chopping it up. The whole time. Her boyfriend is there. <gasps> she got a whole man. Yeah. Crazy. So I walk her to the car. Uh, <laughs> Where's her man shit. at? What? And so. <laughs> Where this light-skinned nigga at? Where is he? Is he... <laughs> It's <laughs> some dog. Some dog That's like real. walking by right. like you know what I'm saying? Right. What's that? You wow. know? I'm like, hey man, I didn't know you was here. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you know, like most of the time on like some physical stuff, you know, a dude'll like come up to me and he'll just analyze physically that we ain't he ain't gonna try that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he was like Oh, all right, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making sure. So you sure punked him, okay? But not in punk him. I just I walked into the car. Right. I wasn't disrespecting I mean, him. I never knew like, he was there. Why would she allow you to do such a thing? She was, she was in the conversation. So, like, at some point, I mean, would that just go yeah. to show that the chemistry I mean, I'm that sure you had yeah. was strong? Yeah. yeah. But at some point, like, yo, radar got to go off. Oh, shit. Like, oh, I'm with Doug. I'm yeah. with my right. I'm, I'm sure, right. I'm sure right. liquor was involved. And then you got liquor, you the got, chemistry you know. is kicking the music going. And Doug probably was wherever he was, was like, at doing what he was doing. She didn't forgot point. about him. She yeah. was like, fuck him at this point. He over here, he having fun. You know what I'm saying? Walking and, other bitches um, to the car. Right. <laughs> you know, he doing whatever he was doing at the party. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it was funny as hell that I actually... I talked to her and I talked to her the whole party. So this nigga, but it was his, it was his homeboy party. You know how like people book a party and we beating your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm what? saying? Hey, bro, go ahead and get the security over there. We gonna lock this deal up. Right. Walk my girl to the car. Right. This is about to no, happen. it wasn't his party. Like the promoter. It but was it was like, his you man. Know how, you know how you you people had a birthday party. Oh, they on the flyer. Party, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We celebrating too. You get the little picture on the flyer too. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So he was there that as a part of a. Birthday party or whatever, but yeah, we sat there, we kicked it, and she was like, "Man, I never talked to nobody through a whole party, you know." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You know, you never met me, you know what I'm saying?" <laughs> Hi, I'm Ray, you know what I'm saying? Got it. And um, and then after that, the the next couple of times we talked on the phone, like she 
she didn't she didn't care for me too much because I would always call her late at night. Of you know? course. But you weren't being disrespectful. You no, just keep late hours. That was my hours. job. Actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So I would call hours. you when I got off work, but that was just 2.30 or 3 in the morning. And so she'd be like, why are you calling me on these booty call hours? Da, da, da. And just arguing. I'm like, hey, man, listen, you know, I run a bar. You know what I'm saying? I'm up at 2 in the morning. Yeah. I right. get off work at 4. Right. Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not... And what I told her was, you know, anything that we would do at 4 o'clock in the morning, we could do at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Fuck or go to Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The they don't Dairy get that. Queen is closed. But I'm just saying, if it was open at 4 in the morning, yeah. he basically just saying like, but hey. I'm just saying I'm like, but it ain't. I don't need to call you at 4 o'clock to get some ass. I'm going to call you anytime to get some ass. Damn. Okay. They don't want to hear that real you know. I, I can respect it. And so she was going off, and I was like, you know, you've... Uh, you super confrontational, and I said, I said you, I said you super confrontational, and that's why you don't have no man. Uh, excuse me, you met me with my man. Why yeah. is you going? But you didn't you, have a man at the time. No, because that would have never happened. Because if you exactly. had a man, if you had a man, you wouldn't have talked to me the whole party. I can dig it. You know what I'm saying? Happened. That's crazy. But yeah. you know, um, unnecessarily confrontational, which is actually a. Oh, never mind. It's a what? Go. No, because you was about to say it. It's a common trait in black women. Boy, I was just about to say that. confrontational. Y'all be at a nigga for no reason. I knew he was going to say that. You know what I'm saying? That's why you've tried to... That's why you. That's why I wanted you to say it. Yeah. Because we had a discussion about women liking drama and needing that... uh, razzle-dazzle. Yeah. Well, razzle-dazzle is the word y'all use, yeah. but women are just confrontational just in general. It's like, we don't have to do this. It don't have yeah. to go this way. And like, Sometimes. here's the problem with, with being a black man. I got to fight everything. My nigga. Right. Police. I got to fight everything. And the last uh, thing you want to do is fight I do her. not want to fight with my woman. I want to come. You my peace when I come to this, the crib. I'm supposed to, Yes. This is the only place... That I don't got to be on guard okay. or use my white voice or da, da, da. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay, like, so if she was so confrontational, how did you guys end up married? I think me address... What, what we do well is we get right to the problems. Okay. We address the situations right at the... Head on. Head on. So it's, it's not that it's been perfect or that we did everything right, but we've been able to work through... Stuff communication is extremely important. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if you irritated by something like like black women, black women. <clears throat> I hate to say it, but that, put, I, I'm gonna say black women because mm-hmm. I've only ever de- dealt with black women in my life, and that's the only thing I want and I'm attracted to. So at the end of the day, it's like I really can't read your mind. So don't tell me one thing and then you feel in another way because at the end of the day, I'm legitimately going. Oh, I'm legitimately going off what you. I'm legitimately going off what you telling me. Yeah. Because, you know, even though the vibe is different, I'm going to take it from like, all right, you on some shit. You, you going through some shit, so let me know what's up. So if say what it is. Hey, Josh, this bothers me. All right, better. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's deal with it. What happened? My dick didn't get hard? Bitch, I was tired. Let's talk yeah. about it, Armand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My nigga Mafia in the building. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, look, I was tired. Don't just don't don't eat it up in your head and then go in your group chat and these hoes giving you statistics. Well, most niggas dick don't get hard because they out here cheating on bitches. Absolutely, I'm ready to leave him. He didn't do this. That's another problem to me, niece. You communication. You 22. Listen, communicate with your man, whoever you dealing with. What's up, Brandy? 
And it's not a sexy. It's not sexy. Not that one. You know what I'm saying? No. Like talking through your relationship <laughs> issues is not sexy. You know what I'm saying? But that's hard work. But, but it's, it's necessary. But, but that's it's what necessary. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Definitely everybody want the glory, but they don't want to go yeah. through the guts. Everybody want to go to heaven, don't nobody want to die. Nobody want to die. Everybody uh-huh. want to be famous, but don't want to do the work. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, like, you gotta, you gotta talk through those hard points. You gotta have those uncomfortable conversations so that you can have those levels of comfort in the end. Mm-hmm. And so, what we do well is talk through stuff. So, how long did y'all date before you proposed? Um. That's kind of a muddy question, but she proposed. Shout out to the queen she going out and getting what you? she wants. No, oh, actually, she did once, but I said I said no because I'm supposed to ask you. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. Um, but no, we dated. We we kind of kicked it off and on for like ten years, and then oh, they played the role. Um, yeah, she was. She had boyfriends and I had girls. You know, no, that ain't what I mean. What? Hold on, hold on. I mean, like when y'all finally was like, "Yo, we together." Mm-hmm. Somebody Ain't said no... by that time she was pregnant. Hold on, Ray, Ray. Oh, she was oh, pregnant. pregnant. He already. We don't use condoms. So look. What? What do you mean? All right, hold on. Right. Definitely use condoms, and Josh, unfortunately, see, all the girls that I've not everybody got to think about condoms. You know, I met a nigga with. who did yeah. have to think yeah. about condoms, and I see this is my thing. Real quick, go ahead. Let me just throw this out there. I met this dude, and I I gave him a regular condom because I I'm looking at your dick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he, so had, here, he pulled out the gold like, pack was, and he's I not worthy. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. I promise. So then yeah. it's like, oh well, my dick don't stay hard because of the condom. I'm like, don't worry. You think you need a magnum? I got one of them too. Huh? Try this one. I know you don't need it, but you can have it. It's the ring. And it's the then circle on he's the like, end, oh, this ain't gonna work. I'm like, well then, you there's nothing else to do here, sir. There's <laughs> nothing else to do here. I'm not about to let you raw the. That we well, you gotta we put your mouth on something, but listen, and, hold then, on. and that's what he said. He was like, Well, then you should give me some head. I said, Hey, you crazy? He said, I'm not about to put mine. Well, that's why Bree's single. Right no, so listen, look, so don't get me no, wrong. I want to talk no, about no, this. Don't get me wrong. I don't you know mind I sucking to, dick. I, I enjoy it. I'm I not almost, saying um, that. But I'm not about to be sucking everybody. That's just not something we about well, to he do. He ain't everybody. He's the dick that's hard right in front of you right now. Right, and it ain't worth it. My ex, my ex fiance. Her name is Meek White. You remember Meek, right? Yeah, I ain't, we ain't had to do the name, but go ahead. No, because it's my dog. No, because I want to tell you know, the story. But you know it's all good. Go ahead. Tell the story. So, <clears throat> me and Meek start kicking it. She like, I don't like condoms. So, you know where our first date was? Our first date was at the Herman Kiefer. Oh, okay. Uh, for okay. the people in Alaska that's watching the show, that's where, uh, that's, that's where we go get tested at. Get tested it's not open no more, but that's where right. we go. That's where so, we used to go. Well, that's she like, look, back in the I don't 1970s. Like condoms. How about we go get tested. get tested? I know you don't got nothing. You know I don't got nothing. We can play the game. How we we can do that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So our first date was Still literally the there. I mean, I don't have a problem with you know that because I've had guys ask like, "Hey, yeah. you want to go get tested? Sure, we can go. We yeah. can go together, yeah. or I can show you my paperwork. Yeah. No, let's go get tested. Then let's it. go get you on some birth but control. Then after that, then you running off the fact that you're trusting them to be faithful and loyal with their date. If he was so quick to get ready to give me the raw dick. Everybody right. getting this dick raw. So now, yeah, you giving it to me. You out. You cheat. I ain't cheating. I'm I, giving, I I'm promise you. And I'm now you giving somebody else raw dick and you coming home to me and I'm being exclusive with you. So now you putting my life in jeopardy. If you yeah. don't put this goddamn Trojan on. Why? 
need this fucking magnet. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, but like, I, I assure you that if you if you if you take if you what? take a nigga to the clinic on your first date, it changes everything. Like your whole you know what I'm saying? Like because y'all have broken down that barrier of will you cheat or not? Because we are talking about you know, how many sex partners have you had? Real conversation. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've right. already ruined, like, <laughs> any type that of- little blur that you put in. Like, oh, you know, I was hanging with my dogs. We, You know, you know, removed all that. So, like, that made it to where we could have open conversations about messing around. Or, you know, like, Experience. sexually, nothing was off limits. You know what I'm saying? To discuss y'all was engage. Y'all was free to be able to kick it how y'all yeah. to kick it. So, it's like, you know... No, I ain't doing that, or oh, I did want to do that, or I did that, or whatever. Or I you know try what I'm saying? This, or I'm open to because that. Because or... we free enough to talk about that at this point, and I think sometimes that's you know that should get lost. Really, the... because I have those conversations without us going to the clinic. Yeah. Because I want to know, and I don't like when I'm engaged when I like you, and I yeah. feel like we're gonna get to a sexual space. I want to have those conversations yeah. because I yeah. it's certain no, shit you listen, need to I'm know. talking about. If you can get a dude, like most niggas Not gonna find go. out that they don't have nothing because you don't. <laughs> That's how they know. That is true. <laughs> oh, she's straight. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? That's their logic. Now you call a little girl like, hey, we good. My girl just got tested, so we all straight. <laughs> right. So like, Same. if you can get a dude to, to actually text, like, go we all with straight. you and show up, it, it, it changes the, the way y'all talk about those kind of things. You know what I'm saying? So listen, real fast, because she was just, you somebody just asked me, hold tight, somebody just asked me what was the work. That's the work, being able to communicate through the hard shit, because a lot of times people lie and omit the truth because they don't want to deal with the hard shit. The work is the communication, being like, I don't feel like arguing with this motherfucker. Say what need to be said, be blunt, be honest. And when I say be blunt, I don't mean saying it in a fucked up way. I'm just saying be real. Yeah, real, yeah. It's about how you deliver the information. And then that way it's like, all right, bet. Like I had motherfuckers, like I had sex with a girl and she be like, so you ain't going to use no condoms. So you're going to use condoms to everybody else. It's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Gosh. But no, no, no. But, no, no, no. Be but that's just being real. But no, but, look, but no. Like, what is you doing? But man? no, so listen. Bro, we drink Hennessy on the, on, the, on the flip side of that, though. He done already put it out there, so now you got the choice. Choice of whether or not you're gonna give him your goodies. And, and most, I always tell niggas, and they're probably still gonna fuck him. Yeah, I know they're still gonna fuck yeah. him. Why, yeah. Josh? <laughs> stop with the fucking bell, Josh. <laughs> and CJ, I'm yeah. not out cold. These no, are, this is this true. is the truth. The work yes, is communicating. CJ said you tripping. Yes, Who tripping? Who tripping? You. I'm tripping about what? Nah. But listen, hey, I'm, you t- I'm good, CJ. You live the life we want to live. I'm gonna live my life. That's crazy. I may not be with you alone. You know, I may sleep with other people. All right. I fuck bro. Right? If you say these kind of things. But naked. Yeah. But I, I, I understand I've given that. you the choice, choice to decide. Right. To decide. It's sort of like being in a situation. Like I was dating yeah. a dude, I knew that we were dating. I knew that he was having sex with multiple people, so mm-hmm. I chose to use a condom. Like, dog, no. We're not going to progress to that right. space. Or I'll find someone who wants to be monogamous, now, and I'll fuck with him. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, what? fellas. Talk to him. What's the flip? If you do go raw, 
there is a possibility that you're going to have a baby with this girl. <laughs> shout out to Kenny and shout out to Kennedy and Johanna. Right. Daddy love you, hope y'all. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> make sure. Oh, the baby's going to get the bell. Yeah. But make sure. The baby's going to get the bell. Don't hit no dumb bitches raw. Now, let me tell you Y'all what you're saying. Y'all hitting all the bitches raw. Now, listen to what I'm saying. You're not even... Listen, dis- listen, listen, listen. You- Sometimes God got to be in effect in that. And I've been blessed that the mother of both of my daughters are successful, smart black women. Yes. That are examples of... Our- I would love for my daughters to turn out to end up being at the end of the day. So I've been blessed that... And I've come in a lot of women that... I don't know what might have been the turnout, but God made sure that that didn't work out the yeah. way it worked out. When I say I love you, you may not be as lucky as Josh. <laughs> right. That may not be. I know a lot of niggas home. who have retarded Man. baby mamas. Do not ring try the bell to say Do you hear what I call them? Stuff. The yeah. mother of my daughter. Yes, ring the bell for that, Josh. You I'm always, I'm them always, so and they don't fuck with me for real, but it's cool. I get it. Yeah. So. But that was really. Be very, I, wish, I wish Joy was on yeah. my time today, cause you know, know me, she be on my. It's shit. cool. She they just moved into nice the house. Here. Nigga, roll the dice. You gotta roll the dice. It's called craps. Uh, uh-uh. do not do that. <laughs> my nigga, our mind is yawning cause he tired. You gotta work yeah. tomorrow, man. Yeah. Man, fuck that job. Right. What's oh, oh, it's yeah, only one. Time. Right, what do you do, Armand? He work at the pawn shop. Shout out to Motor City Pawn Brokers. Uh-oh. Yeah, you ain't saying okay. so. I used to work at a pawn shop many years ago. He just, he just kicking it. No, but talk to him. Oh, okay, man. And Nisha I, over there got quiet. Everybody over there quiet. What's up with that? I, I'm, I'm listening. Like I'm saying Nisha 22, entrepreneur. She got her shit popping. She doing Period. her thing. Hey. Armand, how are you? 23. Oh, that's what's up, man. Come in something, man. No, don't come in nothing. Mm. No, nah, chill out. Y'all got don't shit to do. Don't come in yeah. nothing. Don't come in nothing. Please. No, you said come. No, I'm good. No. So listen. Don't on let. everything. I promise you. <laughs> on Nisha everything, I'm be good. Be so Be so selective. On who you put your seed in. Boy, you got to. Man. You will. Uh, plan B, get the ready. You, nah, don't. Uh, don't, uh. don't even trust it because if she over 175 pounds, hey. It don't work. Hey, you taking and, a chance. You taking a chance. And you Google have it. to keep in mind, like, like, if she think you a come up or not. Come mm-hmm. up. Because if she feel mm-hmm. like you're going to take care of the kid or give... Her life, make her life better by having the baby. She gonna, she gonna let you shoot in there every time. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta be smart with your own seed. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, but women have to too. Like, it's not just about giving the advice to the man. Like, women have to be extremely selective because you think that he is gonna be a good father. He ain't even got no kids. You his first baby mama. You don't know this nigga. Don't even like you. That's not his car. Mm -hmm. His name ain't even on it. It's his grandma's name. Come on Mm -hmm. now. You don't know him. You don't know his financial stability. Like, I got lucky, and my son's father is an amazing dad. I could have done so much worse in the baby daddy department. Like, whew, right. Jesus, thank you. So you do, like, that's a two-way street. Because as soon as it's as over, brick. like, as soon as it's over, you're going to be like, oh, he ain't shit, he a deadbeat. You lay down with that deadbeat for a nice little yeah. minute before you got pregnant. Right. Unless he one-timed you out, and I know that happens, ladies. One-timed you out. And on the, on the lady side, just because y'all don't kick it no more, stop weaponizing the, the children. children. Yeah, that's that's very Boy, dangerous. Boy, Ray oh, done sat here and opened up a whole can of worms. I'm gonna do that too. Like, stop using child support and the baby, right, as a way to control the other to control person. the yeah. man and be like, you can't see your baby. You gonna do this? I don't want no bitches around my kids and 
Trying to affect yeah. his happiness. Like, hey, let that man live his life. Hey, y'all did something and it didn't work out. And that's, that's the right. other and you thing. you have to move forward. Back to the fellas. Again, this is why you have to be careful on who you coming in. Mm-hmm. Because if y'all don't work out, there's going to be another nigga around your kid. And there's going to be another woman around your child, so, ladies. Mm-hmm. So but it's okay not, it doesn't hurt as much as it hurt a dude. How do you know? You know, oh, because right. at the end of the day, it a woman does. doesn't have. Hold on, Bree. A woman doesn't have much mm. effect over a kid as much as a man do. A man that's in a household with a woman yes. is a, is the leader for the most part, depending on the kind of man yeah. he is. And the so, woman is a nurturer. What but Bree, nurture about? nothing. The baby's gonna be nurtured by the mom. The baby ain't gonna really yeah. gravitate. A man in a household is a man for a reason. He's a leader yeah, by default. It's so it's, it's like when he come around, it's like, damn, whatever he do, that's the move. So whatever going on in this house is what it is. I I grew up with, you know, boyfriends and 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 stepdaddies and shit, and like me and my dad, we ended up we was like super tight. Then my parents got a divorce, and then we pretty much got a divorce too. Yeah. And then later on, me and my dad got tight. But in between that time, was actually when I needed him the most from like ten to fifteen, and he wasn't there. And my, my mama had a boyfriend at the time. And, uh, you know, he pretty much got me off the streets. Right. He was your voice of reason. You know what I'm saying? He was your every day. And I don't want that for, your for my kid. son. You know what That's I'm saying? understandable. My only and pushback. almost no man wants that for their sons or daughters. At all. Okay, so That's here's the thing. Reality. You don't want my to be like thing. Jacob taught Josh's daughter <laughs> how to do anything to, it's a like, hard reality but it's one it's a reality Russell in future I get yeah. it my only pushback is because my situation is yeah. is in the reverse and as a mom who pays child support because my son lives with his dad like there it's it, it's hurtful yeah. so to say that a guy is more hurtful to a guy that's not necessarily true because I'm on the receiving end but Bree, you a complete Polar opposite of what we talking about. On That's average, not true. it is. My breathing. son lived in the house with his father and his father's girlfriend at the time. They lived in a whole other state away from me. Mm-hmm. I pay child support. Mm-hmm. I am only there certain times throughout the month. Right. Mm-hmm. So that so my son had a distant relationship with me mm-hmm. during that developmental part. So it was just as hurtful for me because yeah. she is setting the tone. She is doing the mothering. She is doing the mm-hmm. nurturing. Right, but as but Brie, a mama, you that's rare. That's what that's, I know, that's it's the point. Rare, so but you, you are, can't say that it hurts. No, it definitely no, it hurts can. you yes. like it hurts the daddy. Right, and that's what I was saying. Yeah, but when yeah. I said that first, yeah. you guys was like, No, that's well, not Brie, true. Well, Bree, we going off this we going like, off the fact that you are uni- you're, yeah, you're a unicorn. You are an in exception, this situation. You're not the rule. So you not yeah, you're like you're an outlier. And we talking about on a consistent basis, eighty nine to ninety two percent of this shit is a man not in the house with his baby. Like yeah. that's my dad stayed with my mama because he was like my first two kids. I, I only stayed with your mama for real because I wanted to actually be in the house and raise my kids in the house and be there. You know what I'm saying? The other women wouldn't allow that. So yeah, we understand it hurts just as bad because you can relate to what we're doing. But on average, you're yeah. not the typical situation yeah. that's happening. You're different. Most most dudes in not essence. afforded the opportunity to have the kid and the mama pay child support. That's right. not. I mean, yeah. me and my son's dad, we we have a great co-parenting relationship now because at the end of the day honestly if you wanted to you could have had your son if right. you wanted to in reality because right. a woman if, if a woman would have been like at any point you're like no nah, I need him bring him here and the roles would have been flipped you know right. what I'm saying 
It's just as a as a young mom, I made a decision for my son that was not in my best interest as a mother, but it was right. in the best interest right. of my child. Right. Yeah. He was a boy. My, right. You know what I'm saying? I and love my more, son to you the know moon what? and beyond, and we have a great relationship. And your son's probably going to take but, way more from that by living with his dad. Right. He needed know, that. He needs that. He needed to Versus know it being how a daughter. to be a strong uh, black man. man. Yeah, so he needed a black man to teach him. And I do not regret my decision yeah. at all. And that's the best thing that you did for your son, like you said. Yeah. Was really, giving him that. If that's a that's a note that most moms should take. Because a lot of these mamas can't take care of these babies. They're just making sure that the daddy, daddy don't have it. Right. And that's and that's why you go back to Boys in the Hood. She had to get get a trade of Furious. So that way he can learn how to be a man. Like, it's, yeah. it's some truth to that. Right. So I have CJ on here. He says, exactly. And some of the men want to be there. And the women are bitter. So men paying and still not seeing the child. And that shit's foul. Oh, smile yeah. as fuck, CJ. Super. Super foul. Super foul, man. Bree, go ahead. Let's do this mental health oh, yeah. check. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, no, no. Shout out to the, the people. Yeah, okay. So for today's mental health check-in, our affirmation is, I am becoming more confident every day. And the affirmation that goes with that and the positive self-talk is, my self-confidence is rising. I am confident with my life plan. My confidence is beautiful. I will continue to be gentle with myself and conquer everything I put my mind to, and I don't need anyone's permission or approval to shine because I'm a fucking star. Mm. Okay? Okay. So again... I picked this one because I know sometimes we tend to doubt ourselves. Mm-hmm. We let the opinions of the people around us who don't see our vision taint how we see our life to pan out. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. You have to, once you set your mind to it, that purpose was sent to you, that vision was sent to you, that drive was sent to you, that idea was sent to you from, from your being. It's not for someone else to justify or or give you confirmation that it's to do. You have to have confidence in yourself. And you have to say, you know what? Win, lose, or draw, this is what I'm going to do. And stand on it. Whether you fail, fail up. And that's okay, too. Yeah. Um, because sometimes just stepping out on faith can change your life in a trajectory that you could not have imagined. And so many blessings can just fall upon you. So you have to. Find your confidence. So I wish that on you this evening. So I also want to let you know some tips and helpful tools to cope with your depression and your anxiety or whatever you may be dealing with is to walk barefoot in like your yard or on your grass and the sidewalk. I know it seems a little crazy, but you know, you guys know I, I struggle with mine from time to time. And I just wanted to try something different. And I went out, I took my shoes off at the door and I went outside. And normally I hate being barefoot, especially outside. I think it's disgusting. But I did it, and I just stood at night on my lawn looking up at the sky, and I'm just, like, watching the clouds, and it brought me so much peace. Mm. Like, it was unbelievable because you're outside, and all you hear is, like, the crickets, and you don't—it's not like a bunch of ants and spiders and shit. It's not what you think during the day, and— it was it the was necessary. spiders out there at, at night, but don't let Brie get you They're out there, but I promise you, yeah, it's just a few foot. minutes. Right. It's <laughs> right. just a few moments. And those few she moments. She act like the bugs, like, fuck that. It's dark. Nigga. We ain't about to be out here. <laughs> we about Nigga, to go out there. Right. So it worked. Another thing that you can do is color. And I know I've said to color before, but I'm going to continue to tell you that adult coloring and child coloring, it is so soothing. It takes your mind off of whatever it is you're going through at the time. And Thanks. go by the water and watch something funny. So you can go by the water, get a nice breeze, just center yourself, allow yourself a break from what's going on. And then if you watch something funny, 
laughter is great for the soul. It definitely, Most definitely. definitely helps. And it'll pull you out of that funk fast. Most definitely. So, again, we still are pumping Inception, even though they're not open. So, we're not going to give you all that information. But once they open back up, we're going to get back on it. Go over there. It's necessary. Like you said, if you want to pray and meditate, you can do it at your crib. Find a spot at the crib where you're away from everything that you where you at normally, like where you do normal shit at. Go somewhere where not a lot go on and pray, meditate over there. Um, Absolutely. We're going to get to this uh, right here. Uh, this little spot we do here is like message to your 17-year-old self because I feel like that's a really important time. Mm-hmm. So like, if I had to give advice to my uh, to Josh at 17, I would say, if they pee outside consistently, my nigga, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not the one you should be fucking with because there's bathrooms all over. And if her True. bladder's that weak, she probably childish. True. All right. Uh, niche, 17-year-old niche, if you had to give some advice to yourself three years ago. Two years ago, what would right. you say, Nick? Oh, oh my gosh. Baby. My baby 22 today. Um, what did I say to today? myself? Happy birthday. Uh, it was on the 30th, but 30th. thank you still. But she still she got, also she got tequila. Oh, got tequila. I got I got you on a shot though. Okay, bet. We'll do a shot. Um 17 year old stuff. I would say um be prepared for the real world. Ooh. It ain't no joke. That's heavy. Okay. Um That's heavy. Get close to your family and know yourself before trying to be out there in the real world trying to mess with other people because if you don't know yourself and you fucking with people out here you're going to be lost girl 32 out here in a 22 year old I told you what I tell you sick I'm sick she know what she on boom 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 she good All right, what's up Ray 17 year old Ray what would you say to him what would advice you give to him um everything doesn't have to happen right away patience my nigga Um, patience Five years, ten years ain't nothing like you by. think it is. Boy, fly by. And uh, I think, especially my younger self, I was I just needed everything to happen right now. And if it wasn't happening right now, I wasn't fucking with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And had I known then, I, you know, I don't have very many regrets. I ain't going to... Sit here of like I not. do because um, I, I I've been really blessed, man, and and my family's been real good. Like you know what I'm saying. But a lot of things I felt like I needed to do it like right away. Business like, deals, relationships. yeah, like it wasn't. And four years wasn't gonna cut it for me. Mm-hmm. I need to do it right now. Right. And so if I could go back, then I would tell him, you know, my 17 year old self, like. Nigga, 10 years about to blow by. You be 27 in no time. You gonna be 27 and you could have, you know. And if you're 27, you damn near 30. Yeah. That's how it worked. Because. And it would have been worth it. Yeah. Like, I know that there's a lot of things that I sped through just because I felt like I didn't have time. Yeah. And And that's part of coming up in Brightmore, too, because, you know, niggas. (laughs) I guess two niggas from Brightmore. I want to show that love. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people in my fourth grade picture are not here or they in mm-hmm. prison or whatever. Right. So I always felt like, you know, I was chasing it? against dying almost. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if if I could go back and tell my 17-year-old self, I'd be like, you know, more than likely you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a good chance, yeah. Four years, eight years, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Thing. At 17, eight years, you're going to be 25. You're going to be just old enough 
to where insurance don't cost that much and you can rent a car. <laughs> you know okay, what I'm saying? Because yeah, I'm waiting on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. waiting on that. Hey, dog. listen. I promise you. It's going to show up. It's going to show up fast. Oh. Yeah. I'm you not, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you're chasing after your passions and stuff like that, these years really go by fast. You're looking at checks. Yeah. you like, I get paid in two weeks. Or I yeah. got this show. Or I'm doing this. Yeah. And you're looking forward. Time run back. back and it you fly look, back. You know? Yeah. Damn, I'm not for it. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would tell myself. I would be like, hey, man. Pace yourself. You can pace, pace yourself. And it ain't you ain't going to miss out on those opportunities. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. grow what you need to grow in the time that it needs to. And most of my issues in life have been with seed time and harvest. Like, I... Mm. I didn't want to watch that happen. Mm. I, I wanted microwave. Yeah. You, that, know that, you know what they say? They say that you've wasted on the young. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like if we knew what we knew back then, yeah. it's like, boy, I'd be a billion trillionaire. But it's yeah. like that ain't how it works. Bree, 17-year-old Bree, what you tell her? I would tell her. On the eve of your birthday, on two, three years, you know what I'm saying? What you tell her? You are worth the effort. Bam. Okay. You you're going to constantly give and give and give up yourself. And you're going to allow people to not give you back what you're putting out. And they're going to be taken from your cup. And you don't deserve that. You deserve someone to put in effort and pour into you. And cultivate the things that you enjoy. Because you're such a lover. And you want to please. But it's okay to allow someone to please you too. And someone, and you should value and and look to surround yourself with people who want and desire to put in the effort and please you as well. That's what I would tell her. Wait so for shout it, out baby. To, uh, so seventeen year old Bree, hey, get you a vibrator, please yourself. But nigga, that's not what I'm talking. Oh, about. I thought that's what you were hey, saying, listen, dog. Think, it's so much more than sex, Josh. My bad. I'm, maybe I'm tripping. But I, I'm I do think all, I think all women should have a toy, man. We are not about to start talking about. We not finna pleasure. do that. We not finna Josh, get there because we're tell, talking about. What you gonna tell seventeen? I just told you. you. Said about yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. If she pee outside, oh, my Don't nigga. If she pee outside, let it ride. Ladies, stop you know peeing outside. I mean, if you got to do it, do it. But it's like damn, I've bitch, always the liked your poetry. Thank you. Hold on. <laughs> this King Ray appreciate mom because right here, no, he's a real nigga as far as artists go. Like he appreciates the art of what he's do. Give her, give her flowers. Yeah, like why she here? We never necessarily talked about it before. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the first time we've actually had a chance to just yeah. converse. Yeah. yeah. We always so, see each other in passing. Yeah. That's why when you walked in, I was like, oh, I know who that is. I don't know yeah. you personally. We haven't had a chance to dialogue. But believe Ray know who but the man, fuck you was, though. But I knew. Because yeah. he remembers my cell phone, my cell phone. Yeah, I do. That's, I want to meet hey, that nigga. First of all. That's my. We can't even do it, but that's what we gonna. When I yeah. tell you, we gonna do the. I'm gonna get everybody. We are gonna do the reunion for the TV lounge. <laughs> we have to have that happen. Oh well, man, offline. I want to talk to you about this new show idea. We gonna talk. Head. They because I know he yeah. gotta go to work. Yeah. He's, yeah. So oh, that's yeah. my time. Oh, it's my birthday right. weekend. I'm not gonna so we chilling. But like I said, I want to wrap it up. We finna yeah. chop it up. I have nothing to do. All right. Yeah. So before we get out of here, one last time, if you want to press the little lady in your life and you want to start to be more romantic then you might want to start with ordering Luxury Strike. 
there they are the world's first mobile bowling alley. That number is one two four eight seven zero two five four one one. If you want to find them on Facebook and IG, feel free to look them up with the at sign at L U X U R Y S T R I K E Bowling. You got that? Support that black owned business. Hey, one time, one out. time. Uh, Niche, tell them where they can get you out on social. Um, they can give me on IG at Nisha's Nook N I S H A N O O K. Anywhere else, look at my name. Nisha Clemens. So what you still got popping entrepreneurial side? You still doing what? Yep, still got the jars, still got the Mary Kay skincare, all that. Fellas, ladies, hey. mask. I know the mask bothering y'all. Come hit me up for y'all charcoal mask. We'll get you together. Shout out to that. Right. Where can you get you at, right? Um at King Ray Tucker on everything. So Instagram, Twitter, the uh Facebook, you can also look me up at Rayshard Tucker. That's my full government name. And usually what I get called when I'm in trouble. Uh-oh. So, wow. Um, yeah. Bree? All right. You guys know that you can find me on Facebook at Shabri Poetic Bree Farrell. Or you can find me again on Facebook at Become a Fan of Poetic Bree. You can also hit me up on IG at Poetic Bree 313. And keep in mind that it's me and Josh's birthday weekend. So if you're feeling friendly, go ahead and hit that cash app. My cash app is dollar sign Bree Fallon. That's B R E E F A L O N. First drink on you, even though I don't drink. I'm drinking this weekend. She's drinking this Josh. weekend. Josh. Yeah. So you know what it is. It's birthday weekend. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do on some improv. Round two shit. That's what I'm finna talk to Ray when we get off of here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. What's um, your cash out for your birthday just in case they want to bless you? Oh, Joshua, uh, Joshua Fool. J-O-S-H-U-A-F-O-O-L. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you on Venmo, Josh Adams with three Zs. You know what I'm saying? Um, No spaces. Bless so, Josh for his birthday. Guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, Show do that. Up. You know, that's kind of weird. But hey, I'll take that money, nigga. Unemployment bullshit. Hey, so listen. Blessings <laughs> pour down on my baby. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's Leo season. We're here doing our hey. thing. So look, everybody, hey, that can hear that at, at, at the sound of my voice, be safe, be cautious. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Protect yourself so you can protect other people. That's the way I look at it. You know, I know you feel like you the shit, but it's like you may be asymptomatic and whatever you got might bounce off on somebody else and you strong enough to get rid of it. So just in general, just be defensive and be cautious out here so that way we keep everybody safe and we can shake this fuck shit off. So thank y'all for listening, man. It's another episode of the Josh Adams Podcast, July the 31st, man. We will be back Wednesday. I don't know what we talking about, but we'll figure it out. And then by that time, I know what's going on for the birthday. You know what I'm saying? So y'all be cool, man. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all be easy out there. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.